0: Welcome to the super excellent not too serious bite that goes nowhere podcast and I am not Meredith
1: and I'm not Sheldon
0: But we are friends yes. and it's good because today's little podcast. We have two friends that are our guests I'm excited to talk about them. That's for sure
1: Yeah, oh, I I love them. Um, their are their stories a really great one. So I think everyone's gonna enjoy it
0: Yeah, we're gonna have some good good things. So Meredith what's new with you today anything good?
1: Well, I know everyone's really been wondering about my Marvel journey. and Yes, so I've, I've just, been on
0: the edge of my seat, I practically know. falling off. I
1: can see. So I want everyone to know I watched the third Thor movie. I, I can't pronounce it. It's, it's Thor Rangamuffin, something like that.
0: Uh, Ragnarok. Uh, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, I believe and, that uh,
1: <laughs> So I finished that, and I've now watched all of the Marvel movies out of order.
0: Well, there you go. That's a that's a pretty impressive accomplishment because most people would have gone insane by this point. I'm pretty sure.
1: <laughs> I have learned a lot because I started out watching Wandavision, so nothing really made sense. Um True. And then I started watching some Avengers movies and some different things, and um, yeah, watching this one, I finally understand why Thor and the Hulk are friends because I I didn't understand why they were such good buddies, and now I know the origins. Uh, now you know. That. And Fantastic. so I uh finished um, the TV series, uh The Winter Soldier, uh, well, The Falcon and The Winter Soldier, and cried. And now I'm on to Loki. So I'm just, I'm all oh, in yes. on Yes.
0: I have started the Loki journey as well. That one looks interesting, oh,
1: right? I get to say. It's good. Yeah. What are you up yes. to?
0: Well, lots of fun things. I was thinking, I think, you know, I spice things up in our little podcast world. Maybe we should have like podcast handle names, you know, like I'm oh, Sheldon, okay. Yermere, but yeah, you know, like we have leaderboard names. So why don't we have like podcast yeah. handle names? Okay. I'm thinking, you, you know, yeah. I want to be DJ Spinstrong. I think that's a good one. Ooh, um,
1: spin I haven't thought of
0: one for you. I, I want you to give you a chance to, to chime in on it before I just name you.
1: Well, maybe like, like I liked uh, uh, Spinderella, so I could be like Willis. I don't know.
0: Spinda Willis. I like that. That's you good. You like You could be uh, you now that one of the fairy tale characters. You know what's what's like a Rapunzel one.
1: Uh, <laughs> Are you I, saying I have long hair?
0: No, I'm just saying. I don't, maybe. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Look, <laughs> I just got per- off of a Power Sixty, and I was dressed as a mermaid. So you know what fits. You, I mean, yeah, maybe I saw Ariel. The, I saw
0: the picture. Yeah, I saw the <laughs> it was picture. That's a pretty up in there. You're just, you're just, uh, you're committed to the cause of that, aren't you? <laughs> you <got> the...
1: <laughs> Look, uh, it, it's just lucky I couldn't find the T-Rex costume because I'd have been in a world of hurt oh, for
0: dear Lord. How do you minutes. reach, how did the T-Rex reach the handle? That's what I want to know.
1: Well, yeah, I, pretty... I can't find the costume. It's somewhere in the garage, though. So. We shall see. To be
0: determined. You're one of the only people on the other that could actually lose a T-Rex costume.
1: (laughs) I have a lot of costumes. I have so many
0: costumes, I've lost the T-Rex one somewhere in here.
1: The problem is the husband wears the T-Rex and he put it away so that... uh, That explains it. I'm just going to throw him under the bus.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think we also, though, we back to the naming thing. We should mm-hmm. probably name our listeners. Like, what would we oh. call it? I had an idea. Like, okay, for the bite that goes in, they could be the Nowhere Tribe. Yeah, A Nowhere yeah?
1: Tribe. Yeah,
0: it's like it's yeah. like kind of like Lost Boys ish, right? Oh,
1: okay. So.
0: The nowhere like tribe, it.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. We, we don't really have a tribe; we have like a small village. But you know, we'll 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 go with tribe. It just sounds yeah. cooler.
1: I like it, and you know, I love Grace Potter and the Nocturnals. So you know, Shell and Mare and the Nowheres. You know,
0: ooh, works. Ooh, the nowhere ooh, tribe. What I, I like, yeah. I like that Shell and Shell, Shell and Mare and the Nowhere gang or the nowhere tribe. <laughs>
1: Like the it. apple
0: dumpling I gang. Like oh, wait. The it. apple dumpling gang. Oh, boy. That's a so, yeah, yeah, it is. I think there goes half the listeners again. We've done it again, <laughs> Meredith. I don't yes. know. We keep having it every time. We'll end up with, uh, like us. Yeah, that's okay. I, I would still listener. do it with just us. I'd still do it with just us. Um, so, anyways, speaking of tribes, how does our tribe find us, Meredith? What is the way they reach this wonderful world of the bike that goes nowhere?
1: Well, we've got uh, the bike that goes nowhere.com, or is it just bike that goes nowhere.com?
0: bike that goes nowhere.com. That there is our website.
1: Find us there. That'll give you all the links to places to listen and things. Um, mm-hmm. We're on Twitter at, at bike goes, um, and we're on Instagram at. Bike Bike that goes nowhere. Bike that goes nowhere, nowhere, as well
0: as Facebook bite that goes nowhere. Yeah, absolutely. And where do you find in? What's your leaderboard name, Meredith?
1: Wonder Willis.
0: Yes, and I am the one, the only Jackie Daytona. The
1: The drinks are (laughs) on Jackie Daytona.
0: That's right. Regular human bartender. That's a yes. That's who I ride by. Anyway, so please, guys, come on out. We also have an email. It's dot gmail.com. So send us a note if you want to talk about anything on the show. Always oh, look for great ideas, guests, you name it. Send that our way. We'd love to talk to you. But now, I think it's time that we release them from our banter and send them into the world of our wonderful guests. I'm excited. And Meredith, are you excited too?
1: I can't wait. It's spectacular. I, I just re-listened, and I, I love it. It's awesome.
0: I know. And these two guests are, are, are good friends of ours as well, and you've seen them on the leaderboard if, uh, and, and also on the on the Facebook page if you've been on the page at all. So we're excited to bring them to you, and we'll see you soon on the Super Excellent Not Too Serious Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast.
2: We just here to have some fun let face this view, the morning sun Gonna laugh and put on a smile Come along and join us for a while Well, it's pretty clear to me The whole world takes itself too seriously Take a ride with Shelly Mare On a bike that goes nowhere If it's pretty clear to you Won't you be less serious too Bear on a bike that goes
0: nowhere welcome to the super exit not too serious bike that goes nowhere podcast I am Sheldon
1: and I'm Meredith
0: and today we have guests. And they're two really fun and interesting folks. They are part of the Early Morning Writers Group very frequently. And we've got to watch them develop a very cool friendship with each other and with us. Uh, The first hails from South Africa by birth and is American by choice. She lives in Minneapolis with her wife and two adorable girls and is a spin and workout addict, posing as an accountant during the day. She's also an amazing hockey player and always up for some real talk on the Echelon Forum. Joining her is another one of our dear friends from the state of Iowa, proud husband and father of five an outdoor cyclist, fantasy sci-fi aficionado, third degree black belt barbecue expert, and an insane Packer fan. He's also an amazing man cave that he lives in most of the time from what I can see. I proudly introduce you, Debbie McLaughlin and Nate Warwick. Welcome to the show.
1: Welcome, guys.
3: Hi, guys. Thanks for having us. So
1: excited. Yeah, so excited to have you two. You guys are incredible. And even so much more than all the things Sheldon just listed, but you're also great friends of ours. I ran out of paper, I had no more room. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So, so um, you guys are, are part of a friend group that we're a a, a, group, a part of. And um, we've been friends for just over a year now. And it's been really fun and great for us. But you two have stricken up a unique and interesting friendship, one that's a little different, and um, have your own uh, special connection. And we're interested, you know, uh, how that worked. How did that happen, first of all? And then, you know, you guys are also great motivators of each other. We hear you. We see you guys doing your rides together. Tell us about First of all, how you struck up that unique friendship, and then how did you uh, how do you use that to motivate engage each other?
4: I think you, I think Nate and I were talking recently how we actually became friends, and whether it was you know chat you know Facebook chat or the forum itself, you know we kind of um, started chatting with one another, and uh, pretty much you know just kind of took off from there, and then we became Facebook friends, and then realizing I think you know we, we live. Really, you know, within three hours or so of each other and I had um, signed up for a, during COVID, you know, just like a fun little road ride. And so Nate was like, oh, he'll, he'll come up and do it. And yep. so he did. He came up and we rode 40 miles on the, you know, on on a bike that moves. Blasphemy. And, um, a bike that goes somewhere? Oh right, right. right. And this is a bike
0: that goes nowhere podcast. What are you talking about? No. A
1: little ride. A little, <laughs> right. a fun little ride, 40 miles. Yeah, 40 miles. Does
4: not compute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, the only thing that we, I think both of us were thankful for is that I took – a different way than the official route so instead of going up the crazy crazy hill in Stillwater, minnesota we went down it <laughs> and then we went a different way so i uh saved us on that one i mean there was plenty of hills don't get me wrong um but yeah i mean i think pretty much from there and then you know it's just facebook chat and uh mess you know messenger text message and um writing every morning and giving each other Hell to make sure that we show up so
1: yeah that's what I wanted to know is who is the instigator in this group Nate are you the one I, I kind of feel like maybe Debbie cracks the whip but uh tell me about it
3: oh she's the boss she's definitely the boss but <laughs> with being a husband and a dad of three girls like I'm used to being bossed around by girls so I just take it you know <laughs> And it works. yeah, that that outdoor ride that was yeah. that was all her, you know. Like I was like I said I'd go, but she was on my my tail to go, and that was kind of what for me built her and I with that relationship was. Yep. I remember after we went, I kind of had like a yeah. thing of not wanting to ride, no.
5: mm-hmm. and I remember
3: her. I remember Debbie sending me mm-hmm. a message, and she said, "Dude." are you trying to ghost me now that you met my family? Like, what's the deal? Like you came up here and like, you haven't been in the, I hadn't posted on the Facebook group. I hadn't ridden in like two weeks. And she's like, what the hell dude? And I was like, work and life and this. And she's like, get your ass on the bike. And I did. So, and that, that's her. Like (laughs) I, and I, I'm thankful for that every day.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. and you guys have had both had incredible journeys. I mean, just knowing you for the year and change that I've known you, the transformation is visibly obvious, as well as from the way you, the just the happiness you exude. I guess i I've just just the year I've known you. So maybe each you talk a little bit about the journeys you've been through, yeah. and you know, first of all, what got you to Echelon, and then the journey that you've you've had over the last uh, however long you've been with it.
4: Um, I'll go first, just because. I'm just going to do that. Um I I saw st- I started uh, July 17, 2019 was my first ride. Um I remember it because it was painful. Um but uh I had done I you know I researched. I needed something where I could work out at home because was I just it, Everything else started out great, but never, you know, never continued. And, you know, my kid was almost five and I was like, oh, I still got baby weight, you know, and it's like, I'm like, just now she's going to be in college and it's going to be the same excuse, you know. So, um, you know, I did the research, did the research, heard about the other brand uh, that we won't mention and um, was like, I don't want to pay that. Like, So I kept like researching, researching and went to a store that had the echelon and, eventually just said you know like, it was like about six months later i was like that's it I'm, I'm ordering it i'm doing it and pretty much haven't looked back um i am i think 20 rides away from a thousand wow and yeah. uh all well, workouts because they do off-bike yeah. stuff yeah. too now right. um at first when i started i was just like i don't need that i'm just gonna ride the bike um but truly the transformation has happened much more since i started doing off-bike stuff too um and the early morning options for that too are pretty sweet. So yeah. what are what are your I mean, favorites pretty, to
0: do? What what are the ones that you do off bike?
4: Uh the Wednesday I do uh total body forty with amber and um uh Thursday kickboxing thirty with amber. Just works out, you know, like a lot of my workouts end up being with amber. So um, <laughs> not a bad choice at all. No, that's
1: a great right. excellent choice. Right, right.
4: So um So, yeah, so those are my two favorites, and then I've been doing the Core Crusher tube, and that's just, I mean, that's semi-punishment, but it's (laughs) worth it in the end, so, um, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, pretty much how I, you know, got the bike, and, you know, just kind of stuck with it, and stuck with it, and then it was the community, you know, back in 2019, it was before the boom, so, like, it was much smaller, and that's how I became friends with you guys and stuff, you know, it was... um, prior to the size of the group is now and um right. so kind of making those connections early on you know sealed the deal and then now you know like I have I just recently back uh, earlier in in March was kind of on the you know downhill slope of just you know work and you know everything and like some slight depression you know kiss stick you know sticking his head in there mm-hmm. um I rode the bike I rode the bike still pretty much every day, but not as hard, you know, probably as I would. And I wasn't doing off-bike stuff. And I mean, I said to Nate, I was like, hey, you know, like, I'm not in the best of places yet, you know, and I really need to get out of it. And, you know, realizing that that's where I was at. And, you know, the two of us, you know, being sounding board and, you know, getting back into it. So, um, you know, April's looked better so far, so.
0: Yeah. Good. Yeah, it's great that you have each other to lean on. It really is. It's like... Uh, it's so important, and, and so accountability part. And, and Nate, how about your your journey as well? Why don't you talk a little bit about that? How, how did you? Okay, get so
3: uh, in November of 2019, I had uh, my wife had asked me to take a day off of work, and we did like a family day um, with the three that live here with us in Iowa, and uh, they were in a girl store buying girl things, and my sons and I were like. We don't want to do this. And we looked down, and there was a pop-up in the mall for that brand. We're not going to talk about. And I went down, and you I rode imagine, it. It's okay.
0: The, 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 the brand P, was will so, yeah, yeah, the P
5: word,
3: the, yeah. The, the P word. So I rode their bike, and I, I was like, oh, my God. Because I love riding bike, and I had yeah. kind of gotten out of it. And when I would go to the gym, that was the equipment I always flocked to, was I would ride the exercise bike. And my wife's like, you need to lift more. And I'm like, I like to ride the bike.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Um, and so they sent, you know, they do this whole, like, you know, we'll send you the quote and we got the quote and, you know, with a family of seven, I don't have $3,000 cash laying around to buy a bike. And my wife's like, well, start looking for other options if this is what you really want. And, you know, say what you will, phones listen to you. The next morning I got up and I had an ad, if you like the P brand, You should look at Echelon. (laughs) And my wife's like, listen, you're not buying something until you ride it. And so then I start frantically looking for places to ride it. And Ankeny, Iowa, that's 35-ish minutes away, uh, I went and rode their bike there. They had the EX3. Uh, I was super excited because I looked on the website. Price was the same the lead time on the Echelon website was longer than Johnson Fitness. I could have it in like five days, and they delivered it right to my door. Um, They delivered it. I set it up, and I think my first ride was with Eden the week of like Black Friday because I was super excited because then Echelon ran their Black Friday deal, and I got a considerable amount of money back from Johnson Fitness, Um, and the rest has just been history. you know. And that was still that early infancy of like, you know, the Sheldons and the Merediths and the Debbies and, you know, there wasn't that many people in the Facebook group. We were stars and, back
0: then, kids, Yes! Stars. yes.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> the world was our oyster and the world was small.
3: <laughs> you know, I remember thinking, like, classes had, like, 25 people and if yeah. I could be in the, the top, I would always tell myself, like, okay, I'm a cycling novice. Like, if I can be yeah. in the top 12-ish, then I'm okay. And then it was like... And it was like, no matter what I posted, there was that, holy cow, you finished, you, the pedals went round, and that's, yeah. you know, yeah. so that was always, and That's dedication. that community, like still, yeah. like you can post in there today, like, I'm having a bad day, and even if Debbie's busy with her family, there's somebody that's going to be in there, whether it's you two or some of our other friends, they're going to be like, dude, pick yourself up and go again today. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's right the next day.
1: It's a combination of cheerleading and a little tough love at times. So yeah. it sounds like uh, Debbie's got that tough love in spades for you. just mm-hmm. get your ass on the bike. <laughs>
0: yeah. she quit, your whiny, quit your belly aching, Nathan. And get yeah. on the bike. It's
1: yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> pretty much how I see it, yeah. Because yeah. you guys... I, I, I
0: don't see Debbie candy coating a lot. No. <laughs> no. Nope. no. Straight to it. Nope. Straight no. to but
4: it. you guys, what? what
1: got me about that a lot of us will team up and say hey I'm going to ride this at you know five o'clock today anyone else want to join but you guys will ride on demand together you know if your families and your schedules aren't allowing you to get your regular or a live ride in and I mean have you been doing that for a while how did that kind of come about was it just
4: natural progression I would say that mainly picked up Saturdays because Saturday didn't have anything prior to like 7.30 or 8 central time for like, I felt like forever because they had, we used to have like the endurance or whatever, which is back now, but mm-hmm. it was gone for a while. And, um, so we started deciding cause we couldn't generally ride enduro's on Tuesdays. I can't ride at night. Um, so we started to do the enduro's on, on Saturday mornings and then basically you know just cranking it out to get to get the miles and um you know we just go back and forth you know messaging yeah. each other and whatnot so um that's how that one that's how it, you know for the most part picked up was just the Saturday schedule changed that I couldn't ride like when I wanted to and it's more fun to at least ride with one person than just do on demand by yourself so you okay. know and then for the most part we only look at, at the friends board we don't look at the full leaderboard either we're just riding together so
1: that's really cool so you said mileage do you guys have weekly mileage goals or do you have a yearly goal or just I mean to spend your Saturday mornings getting up and getting on the bike that's pretty impressive
4: I uh, and that's me I'm Nate can generally wake up a little later than <laughs> I make him, make him get up but uh, I, I really need to get up before the two-year-old and you know seven-year-old because otherwise it's game over um (laughs) it's uh so yeah I for the most part I I shoot for I believe 60 or 70 miles at least a week but I was when we were doing the enduro consistently we just had a couple birthday weekends and whatnot so we we missed a couple but um you know, I was I was getting almost up to a hundred. My goal this year is to at least three thousand. So, wow. Um, we'll see.
1: Yeah, um, oh, I, I bet you do it.
3: Yeah, mine's always mileage because I don't mind saddle time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times after live classes, whether or not Debbie joins in or not, I'll mm-hmm. ride on demand, whether freestyle and currently I'm watching Game of Thrones, so Ooh, like I'm, I'm I'm working through that. Um, And trying to get ready for a ride in July where I go across all of Iowa. Um, But my my year goal for the year is 4,500 miles. And so, like, tracking that and having, you know, that awareness of that for me, which I know, like, I always tell myself, like, on Wednesday mornings, I want to be like, all right, I'm going to show up with Debbie on Total Body. And then I'm like, "Mm, I'm going to go ahead and ride. (laughs) Or I'm going to sleep.
1: Or sleep,
4: yeah, yeah. Not my choice is always. Well, sleep. And that, the flips that sleep right. My uh, for a long time, um, I would also wake up. I would do total body, but then I would ride with Riker Nate's son at six. Uh, that ride has since gone away, but I would ride the Power Forty Five with him at six, and that was always really fun too. So. And
3: he yeah. loves that, or he loved that. I mean, that was right.
0: Yeah, and that's that's a you, you good transition to a, another great part of this conversation is is the dedication your son has, Nate, to also being a part of the Echelon community. Now, I, I know he used to, he um, he rides a lot out, outdoors with you too, correct?
3: Yeah, yeah he's my uh, he's my ride or die buddy. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And how did how did he get into it into the Echelon stuff? I mean, did did he kind of see Dad doing it and say I want to try, or well, how did that go?
3: So that that's how it was. Like when we bought it, um, you know, we had gotten it, and all my kids had kind of well, the kids that live here had had you know a profile on the Echelon app. Uh, Riker was more into doing it, and then COVID hit, and that's when they started the Gen Z. Is it Gen Z? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Even know what gen, yeah. What Gen? The kid, were on the kid now. rides. What <laughs> I So So. Uh, my wife was like, "Hey Riker, did you see this email they sent?" And like, my wife read it to him, and he was super excited. And he wrote a bunch of Amy's rides. He yeah. really connected with Amy, and and uh, he just he kept writing him, and you know, because he didn't have school, and he's in he's in sixth grade now. So that was fifth grade, and their work that they were sending at the beginning of COVID was like he'd have it done, and De- and Debbie's met him, so she knows. I'm like not bragging he is very intelligent for 12 um he might be gullible but (laughs) he is he's super smart and so like he would have the work done in like an hour that was supposed to be like the day's work and so my wife would be like go ride that gen z ride and then he would do that and he'd be like well i'm still have energy can i ride the next class that amy's doing and so that's how it kind of came to be and you know the rewards for that have paid off for him um yeah Yesterday, really we, awesome. I actually I just got done unpacking from a Boy Scout campout, where we the campout was cycling themed. So somehow I got volunteered to go, and <laughs> it's still not super warm here in Iowa. Um, and we rode thirty miles yesterday. Wow! And the last stretch from, and I'm sure some people on here probably will know that Iowa has that famous High Trestle Trail, and it's Uh, old train bridge and it's lit up at night and it's kind of cool um from the trestle to the restaurant where we were eating Riker kind of took the lead from the scouts and he finished before all these other kids and you know he's not a small kid but he can crank it out and he did it and finished well and you know it was it was a proud moment for me because there was a couple times where like he was kind of going out a little bit too soon, and I would ride up by him, and I'd be like, "Hey, remember your endurance pace?" And he'd like back off a little bit. And it was it was just fun to witness, like knowing that he can do that even if Dad wasn't there.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's you know? amazing. Yeah,
0: it's so cool. is he's, he's you know that you're pulling like the lessons basically from the classes. Mm-hmm. Like you know, remember your endurance pace, and you yep. know he, he he's trained now to kind of understand his body better, probably in, in regards right. to riding. Which is amazing, and and he and I know Amy has a very special place in her heart for him. Whenever he's on, she's so excited. I know she, she always used to say,
5: "Riker," <laughs> that
0: was amazing. Yeah. And it's great that you guys get to share it together. I mean, that, that to me is you know watching again from the seat that Meredith and I have. It's fun to see you guys just connect around you know all the things in your life, but you know also the Echelon bike. Because we yeah. get to we get to relish in that a little bit as well with you. So that's always appreciated when you share it with us.
1: I enjoyed the, uh, you know, you guys getting together for each other's birthdays, the whole family, doing activities, because, you know, that was going to be one of my questions is, what do your spouses think about this friendship, you know? I mean, it's just, they're like, really, you're going to go three hours to ride a bike with someone? Because, you know, I know my husband has, uh, you know, looked at me a little questioningly when I said, you know, I'm going to go meet these people I've never met. And uh, so what was their initial reaction? I'm pretty sure they're on board now, but um, initially. Start a podcast
0: with a stranger in Virginia.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that
4: too. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I guess, I mean, for me it was, well, one, I'm a lesbian, so that um, (laughs) changes the dynamic a little. Um, And that was kind of the joke that, when we were riding, the outside ride, when the first time we met each other, Nate had said, you know, to his friends that he was coming up to ride with, you know, a girl, you know, lady, whatever, um, uh, you know, up in the cities, and he was, his friend was like, well, what does your wife think about that? And Nate was like, well, she's lesbian, so she doesn't care, and um, <laughs> and you know, so I guess it's kind of a joke, you know, we joke about that kind of stuff because you know yeah. it's funny. Um, it <laughs> you know, and then like that first time, like uh Nate stayed at a hotel that time when he came up that one that night he came in pretty late and then we rode and then my wife and the kids came out and met us at the end of the ride with little signboards and stuff and um
5: Aww.
4: it was crazy cute and then we had lunch and stuff and whatnot and then, you know, um I actually had said to to Gina that I wanted to um you know we've been talking about getting the families together but COVID, you know and then it was like "Well, come up right. here come up here go to the mall of america well we can't really the mall was closed so all restaurants were closed right. so everything was closed so um it just worked out that nate kind of off the cuff said you know on thursday of the week of his birthday like you want to come to my party on the weekend and i was like oh you know like that would be really cool but we had just gotten shrek the dog and um so it was like well and then there was like i googled you know there's a hotel in town that allows animals because he had to come with and um yeah. but then i actually ended up messaging uh, melinda and saying that i was gonna tell i told him that we were not coming uh we could we, we couldn't come then maybe we could come down in april sometime and um so yeah so uh melinda knew about it and the two older kids but not Riker and uh not nate and then we just like i just walked in and i was like because there was a taco bar I, heard, I was like i heard there were tacos and honestly like i mean nate was like really excited but i thought Riker was gonna like die he almost squeezed all my air out of me he was so excited <laughs> oh. and he gave me the biggest hug and it was it was just it was so great and he's so good with the girls you know considering he's 12 and greg and hazel is yeah. seven and yeah. and and two you know he's just he's so wonderful with them and then um, flipped around, and it was my birthday, and I said, come to the city, so, yeah, so, yeah,
0: there it is,
1: yeah, oh, it's just awesome, it's just magical, I mean, this community has brought us friends that, you know, just seem meant right. to be, like, we'll be forever friends, and no. so, yeah. I, I love seeing your, your families together, and really hope to, to meet both of you, yeah, soon, so, me too. If we could get that this COVID fun. stuff under control, right. please.
0: Yeah. Dying new, dying <laughs> new viruses.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, let's talk a little bit of hockey because I'm a I'm a Ooh. Northeasterner, and so uh, <laughs> hockey's a big deal. I grew up, and uh, so uh, yeah. Debbie, you know a little something about yeah. hockey. Yeah, right. So tell us a little, tell us a little about your connection to that uh, sport. outcome. again. Coming from Mm -hmm. South Africa, when you said, I'm a hockey player, I went, okay, something's pulling my leg here. uh, Does that mean something different? (laughs) No,
4: in South Africa, you definitely have to clarify, because I did play field hockey for 11 plus years, but then I came to my senses and found ice hockey. I started playing inline hockey, which is a lot easier, you know, it's just a tennis court and rollerblades. Um, yep. and then, you know, I met more and more friends that played mm-hmm. and then they played ice. And then, you know, there wasn't really a lot of women's hockey. Um, so I started, you know, I was playing with the guys and, um, I was 15 when I started. So I was like, in like the U S mm-hmm. terms, that's like geriatric, like you wouldn't start playing hockey at 15.
0: Um, <laughs> Canadian term's yeah, I was tired. done, you know, you like my career 15. was over,
4: um, <laughs> So I started playing and, um, I, you know, I switched over to ice and then ice became the main sport and, um, I played U 18 boys and U 20 boys and that was full contact. So that was pretty brutal. Cause I'm not exactly the tall, tallest you yeah. just, uh, person around. Um, but I held my own, um, got in trouble here and there, but, uh, and then I started playing, you know, oh, hold on. Did you ever have to drop? The I, I, I've been in a, in a fight or two. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> that does not. Um, me at all. And, yeah, it's. And uh, I,
1: I imagine you won. Uh, well, yeah, I
4: mean the one this is still an ongoing joke because it's my best friend from hockey growing up for many years, and it was her brother. He was considerably bigger than me, and he was just hassling me, hassling me, and I turned around and I just punched him, and he kind he kind of didn't fight back because he just didn't even know what to do. Like the fact that I did it, he was just like, you know, so. <laughs> Um, it was, uh, yeah, you know, it's like,
0: yeah, it's like hockey must fight girl. Right. What do I do?
4: What do I do? Yeah. So, um, (laughs) so anyway, I started playing, uh, with, I played with the, uh, girls too. Once, you know, we got more of a team together and stuff. And, uh, in 97, I toured the Czech Republic with the South African women's national team. And since then I've played in eight. IIHF world championships, uh, throughout the years I played consistently, but then I lived here and like I played for the team. So I had like an international waiver to do that. And, um, we're, you know, we're not the U S women's team. We're not anything close to it. Uh, there's the IIHF has many divisions of, of, um, of levels for, for women's hockey. And so like, basically we're like the equivalent of the Jamaican bobsled team. And um oh, so I love it. You know, I have a
0: feeling you're not giving yourself enough credit. There. I, I, I I, I, a agree.
5: Feeling.
4: Yeah, I mean don't get don't get me wrong, like that's still the pro I still have all my jerseys. It's my pr- yeah. pr- proudest moment, you know, like I didn't give up my South African citizenship when I took American just because, you know, I'm, that that's a part that'll it, always be a part of me. And you know, I, I came yet yeah. in ninety nine to go to um college of the Division three school, but I got to play four years of hockey, a lot more than I ever would have played back home. And um, and wow. I still skate now, you know, pre-COVID and post-COVID. I will skate again. So, um, you know, I still skate now, and I absolutely love it. You know, we play in – you know, I call it old ladies hockey now. We have a pretty widespread on our team age-wise. Um, but we play 25, 30 games a season, and um, as long as – a pretty hefty season yeah. yeah as long as my body yeah. is able to hold me up i'm going to go into continue skating so
0: now what position do you play i play defense
4: hockey? now yeah gotcha. yeah gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. i've started yeah, at forward nice. left wing but um i switched to defense at one one of the tournaments actually and kind of just stuck with it so very good so,
5: very so good.
1: nate do you
4: um
1: were you a hockey fan before i know you have to be now <laughs> Um, you or are. are you more of a baseball, football? <laughs>
3: uh, I know he's a football so, fan. Yeah, so I love all sports most. Uh, actually, in, I believe, 93, uh, the expansion of the NHL, there was a girl at my school that had a San Jose Sharks jersey. And oh, yeah. so I was like, hey, that's a pretty cool jersey. And that was actually the beginning of my jersey addiction, Um, I went on a school trip, and I went into a store, and they had a San Jose Sharks jersey, like that girl's, and I was like, I'm buying that. I bought the Sharks jersey, and that's, in the infancy of the San Jose Sharks, they were like... 13 and 85 like it was just oh, horrendous they, oh yeah they were they were they awful. yeah i remember i remember yeah. when they came on yeah i mean that was like 92 93 and i think 93 because i went to washington dc on a school trip and i bought that jersey and my parents were like you went to washington dc and you bought a hockey jersey and i was like well i like hockey yeah <laughs> yeah no, before, and they're yeah. like they're like is that even a team and then like and but but then it worked out really good because uh i was i was raised in iowa but i was born in kansas city That's where my mom was raised, and Kansas City at one point in time had the scout team for the Sharks, so they were the Kansas City Blades, and Uh so I used to get to go to Blades games to see Sharks players, and so that's, and it's kind of the same thing now, now I get to go to Iowa Wild Games that I have season tickets for that's 40 minutes away, but I get to see Wild players that are rehabbing and whatnot from Minnesota, so... Um, cool. So I've liked hockey for a long time, and so it just helped. And that was kind of one of those things. Like I remember, that's probably one of those things that like kind of sparked Debbie in my relationship was when maybe I was her Facebook friend versus like in the echelon group, and she posted a, a picture of hockey, and I was like, "Dude, I love that jersey because I have a serious jersey addiction." <laughs> yes, yeah, you, you I, do. You I, do. I, <laughs>
1: we might need uh, to post pictures on the blog. Yeah, I, I mean. Exactly.
3: I mean, it was bad enough that I had enough, like, even, like, cycling jerseys. I had cycling jerseys aligned to people yesterday. I um, I just like them. I mean, if I'm not right. wearing a T-shirt of, like, maybe my favorite brewery, I probably have a jersey on. Yeah. And I usually follow the season, so now I'm two baseball jerseys, and I don't want to knock on wood, but the Royals are in first place, so I can probably <laughs> get my Royals stuff back out of the closet. Start to roll it out of the... Of the th- okay, so...
0: You are you say from Kansas City, so I and I see is that a is that a Cheats. World's Hat or is it a cheese hat? It's uh, a actually,
3: it's a Monarchs hat. Oh, my um, close enough. So, I, so I the case. From the so yeah, from the yeah. Um, when they had the Negro Leagues, um, oh, got it, I got, got that it. when I went down for a trip uh, a couple years ago. So I go to Can- my grandpa just now moved out of Kansas City, so I have family there. Gotcha. So I. And that's where our karate headquarters is. So I still go there quite often. Gotcha. And I love to go there. Like, say, had COVID not happened, like last year when the Royals stink, it's fun to go because you can get tickets (laughs) for like ten bucks. That's true.
0: That is that's the one. That's the one. I grew up in uh, New England, and so uh, uh, you know before New England sports got really good, they were awful. And same (laughs) type of thing. So we used to go down and see the Red Sox for ten bucks. It was pretty nice. But um, uh, now. You said you grew up in Kansas City, but you're a huge Packers fan. How did that all happen? Oh, and, and Debbie, I know you're in Minnesota, so I'm guessing so, yeah. Vikings, right? Okay. Debbie yeah. is
1: rolling her eyes.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's fun, see I me.
3: So one I thing we don't of,
0: agree... I found yeah. the rift in the friendship two, here. Two, two so weeks you know.
3: out of the year, for sure. Okay, so actually, so football, it's weird, so... In the '90s, and you being in the Northeast, can probably appreciate this a little bit—the sure. '90s Buffalo Bills. Oh yeah. They were so ba, and I and I love yeah. Jim Kelly, and I love yeah. Thurman Thomas. Um, so I'm kind Oklahoma of Oklahoma State
1: th- University <laughs> grad, Thurman
3: Thomas. Oh uh, yeah, okay. I, <laughs> so Sorry. I, but my dad was a lifelong Packers fan. Ah. And you know from and so I mean, he the Packers' heyday. I mean, he was the Bart Starr and the Ray Nitschke and the uh, Paul Hornigera, like, always force-feeding that information to me and showing me that stuff. But I I cheered for the 90s Bills teams because I loved them, and then I kind of, like, put the Bills stuff aside, and I was like, I wanted something to do with my dad. And then I actually, uh, my now ex-wife wasn't a big football fan, and so we didn't, like, I didn't watch a lot of football. And I remember when I was starting to be single, I had this Packers blanket, and I put her on the back of my couch. And my now current wife, whose ex-husband is a Green Bay native, and they get along, so it's all cool. But it's all good. She came to <laughs> sure. my house, and on the back of the couch is this Packers blanket. And she goes, are you oh a dear. Packers fan? <laughs> and I was like... Yeah, I mean, I like him all right. I mean, I don't like, I'm not like that involved. Lies. Yeah. She's like, that's for my ex-husband. That's for, a, that's yeah, a and, big and,
0: lie. That is a huge lie. Well, it, it's, a, it's a lie. If I told you that that's now,
3: Jose. yes. That's lie. Yes. <laughs> that, so back then, like, back then it was like, I just hadn't kind of gotten like so involved. And then like, my. so I say I have five, but yeah. my my son Chase and, Sky, and my daughter Skylar, they're my stepkids. But I'm not going to tell you, like. If I introduce you to him on the street and Debbie's seen this, like, I'm going to be like, well, this isn't – he's not really my son, but – Right, right. Uh, wow. And they
4: call you dad. Yeah.
3: So I would say yeah, – yeah, and they call me dad. Um, he's 17 now, and I would say since he was like eight or nine, we haven't missed a Packers game together.
0: Got it. Um,
3: and so yeah. it's its kind of been that bond of like that's what my dad and I had. Sure. That's what him and I have. You know, sometimes his real dad will come watch games with us out in the garage. Um, that's super and so it was really cool so two seasons ago him and i finally got to go see a packers game live oh and wow take and if you ever get the chance to go there it's really cool debbie's even been there so she knows i was, on my, I was on my way oh, to wow, michigan
4: did, to see Pam.
3: <laughs> you didn't burst you didn't bur- you didn't burst into flames <laughs> so, but they they take you all around the stadium and i remember that first time like you know, when they take you down, like, I hadn't seen the field physically yet, and when they open that, it was like an emotional thing for me, because here's my son, and we've done this for Mm -hmm. so many years together, and the very first time I get to watch a game was gonna be with him, and it was just so cool, like, Riker, who is my bicycling friend, is somehow a Steelers fan. And oh, I God. Yeah. Yeah. oh, God. Yeah,
1: oh, God. I hear there are intervention and support groups for yeah. that. I don't yeah. know. Okay. This, this podcast is
0: taking Wait. a dark turn, folks. We're going to have to change <laughs> topics. So I, I have one question, though. Do you guys ever do a friendly wager when they play each other? Well, not yet, because I'm um, smart.
4: The Vikings don't win very much. So... <laughs> <laughs> he,
0: he can give you a point. He can give you a point spread.
2: You know, that's Debbie's fair. good with the numbers.
0: Yeah. She's like yeah. you're an accountant. This is you, should not figure- smart. <laughs> you should figure. the numbers. Oh. Out. You know, I get an eighteen point seven yeah. point seven three point spread. Yeah, I don't me. know.
4: We're, 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 I, I, Minnesota sports are you know like pretty good at not yeah. winning. So
3: yeah, <laughs> I Under try not to shoot my mouth off too much pregame. Yeah, Because yeah. the last time I did, like not the last game they played, but the game before that, I talked crap and I was sending Debbie pictures of me and my friends in Packers jerseys. Oh, and dear. she was sending pictures of her okay. and the girls and Viking stuff. And then we lost. So There uh, it is. Oh. Karma. Yeah, it's, uh, that's the jinx, man. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, so I never talked crap too. until after the... I always tell yeah. even my son, I'm like, Smart move. don't say anything until it says zeros on the clock. That's right.
0: Bingo. (laughs) Meredith, you know I like to look good, right?
1: You always look good. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. I mean, I I know it means lots of paparazzi and the like, but, you know, that's a price I got to pay. And while I know we ride a bike that goes nowhere, sometimes I ride a bike outside, believe it or not. Wow. Yes. Yes. And when I do, I want to be serious about it. I want to be cool and I want to be comfy. But you know what I don't like? What's that? I don't like paying a lot for stuff. I don't, I, I'm a cheapie when it comes to that kind of stuff. So then I found freestylecycling.com and now I get the best of both worlds, Meredith, I do.
1: Wow, so uh, yes. you, you found some good stuff there, huh?
0: I did, I, uh, it's, I like fun. So I bought mm-hmm. some fun cycling jerseys, yep. And they are great, they are comfy, cool, functional, and they have sizes for those of us that don't look like a cyclist on tour. <laughs> if you catch my drift, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you caught my drift. Do uh, you know what they are, Meredith? What? They're great. Uh-huh. you know what they are not?
1: Um, I have a guess, but tell me.
0: They're not a sponsor.
1: Oh. But, like, mm-hmm.
0: you know what? That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. If you go there, folks, go to Freestyle cycling dot com and if you like it and see what you see what you like and receive go to their contact and send them a little note tell them where you heard about it tell them you heard them on the super excellent not too serious bike that goes nowhere podcast freestylecycling.com non-sponsor speaking about zeros on the clock let's get Mm -hmm. back to echelon classes so what um so you guys uh you, you mentioned a few people you ride with uh from the if it's just time or it's personality and style, you know what are the the ones that you like that you jive with the best? And and I know you used to ride some a couple of Miami instructors and some Chattanooga instructors. So what what are the ones that you guys connect with and why?
4: I I I would say the ones I've connected with the most just based on ability to ride with them the most often. Um, but Amber for sure. Um, you know I did her um, Turkey challenge last year too you know it was all off bike and um she's just she's there for you you know she's she you know I message and you know most tuesday nights i'm like what is you know how bad is it looking tomorrow you know like how bad is total body gonna be and um (laughs) <laughs> you know and you know you know other things too you know like I sent her a picture of me doing push-ups is that you know was I doing them right because I'm doing them off my knees so I feel like I should be doing them wrong but it's just actually I just got stronger and I can do them off my knees and she's like your you know form's perfect you know that kind of stuff and then um recently I I really do enjoy riding with Danny. um she's uh mm-hmm. she's wise beyond her years I'd say um for like you know a better cliche um she really is. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, her rides and obviously, you know, the, um, uh, what's that one that got everybody going? Oh, uh,
2: the notorious
0: women.
4: Yeah, yeah, that one, you know, that was, I think, you know, maybe one of the first, you know, I wrote it on demand, but I wrote that one. And then um, lately, the most is Shauna, Shana, Shana. Shana. Um, okay. I love, I love her story. I love that she is healthy and she is strong and she doesn't look like every other, you know what I mean? Like she's just, this is real life, you know, mm-hmm. like this. Yeah. yeah. Very,
0: very body. Right, right, right. Absolutely. You know, and
4: Cassandra was that a lot too, you know? So like, but again, I just, I really sync with her and, you know, I get to ride with her, you know, some mornings at four 30, 30 central time slot. So it works out well. And um, I, too, I just love her message and her vibe. It's great, you know? So I think, those you know, right now, just based on my schedule and stuff, is is, is where I'm landing at most of the time.
0: Very good. Okay. Now, how about you?
3: Um, you know, Amber was really instrumental in kind of getting me to kind of get my head on my rear. You know, in the early days, you know, <laughs> it's an um, awkward angle. I've been there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I just I couldn't. Like, I love the bike, but I, you know. Eden was very reactive when I mm-hmm. was riding afternoons, and then I got to looking at that schedule, and it was like, man, I'm in a way better mood when I go to mm-hmm. work. And I deal with a lot of angry people at work, and it's like, if I ride before I go to work, I feel so much better, and that's where yeah. I was hitting the, you know, the Shaunas and the Amber's, and the Janet's. Janet mm-hmm. um, it's You know, I, they, they were always so positive, and then you know, my big rule is, you know, if you're good to my family, you get a pass with me. Or if you're good to my friends, and Debbie's smiling because yeah. she knows. <laughs> like, and and it was like Amber and Janet and Jayma and and Amy, they were all good about, like, you know, encouraging a now 12-year-old little boy. And so, like, that just made me that much more passionate for them. And that's still what drives me to continue to get on my echelon is that really by all rights, like any of those instructors, like you think you see them on a commercial, right? you know, when I'm sitting in the garage on a Saturday night with my mm-hmm. friends and it happens to come on this weird oddball channel from Des Moines, Iowa, and I'm like, I know that person and I don't just know them because right. out of 3,000 people, they might have picked my name off of a board, like out of... 500 people if i sent them a message and said i'm struggling with this or i'll, I'll use Brian as an example i remember one time like giving him specific songs that i like because brian's mm-hmm. kind of maybe my spirit animal when it comes to music yeah i think i think um, a lot of us dudes but,
0: feel that way with him he definitely <laughs> yeah. is uh, and he's like our spirit spirit music guy no question
3: but like, I was, like, dude, I, I, I want this specific song. And he's, like, yeah. okay. And, and, like, he made it happen. And I remember the one time he did it, he's, like, emailed me the whole playlist. And I'm, like, and then I ended up getting, like, sick. Like, I had the flu. And I remember feeling, like, horrendous. that it's, like, I promised this guy I was going to be in this class. And now I feel, like, crap. Like, there's just no getting on the bike. Like, I was sick. Right. And I remember feeling bad. that right. like, it, it. Asking me my favorite echelon instructor, I've always said before, is like asking me who my favorite kid is. I have five right. of them. Right. It depends on which one's yeah. being a butthead that day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my kids. But, I, I mean, they all have yeah. something. Yeah. I, you know, I'll get on a ride. And, and it helps, like, no matter who it is, like, I've made it such a good core group of friends, too, that, hey, I'm going to ride, you know. Hey, Nate, I'm getting up at 4.30 in the morning. You need to ride with me. And it's like... Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. <laughs> will never time. hear
1: that from me, Nate. You will yeah. never. I I am the kind of friend who will never make you get up at four thirty to ride.
5: Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely.
3: No, that's on a, the the right side. That's one thing
4: too. Is I if you met me two and a half years ago, like my ex, who's now my best friend, like she cannot believe that I get up to ride a bike because I literally was never on time for work because I would not get out of bed like I just would keep sleeping keep sleep and then it's like oh, wow. I was yeah. never a morning person ever and now it's like I think a part of it is because I know how good I feel after and I know if I yeah. don't get up because days I just don't you know I work at home now so it's like but it's like I know how I make myself feel bad for not getting up to feel better, you know, so then it's like, oh, when can I try to fit in a ride, you know, because then it becomes difficult and so that's just kind of that motivation and, um, but yeah, I was never a morning person. I was terrible. The worst. So.
0: Yeah, I think that's an interesting message, Emmy, because so many people will say that as their um, reason that they don't, you know, I'm not a morning oh, person. I, yeah. So, you know, you just yeah, you've just proven that You can be, right? It is really about uh, – so what do you think flipped in your head that made you decide to turn that switch on to say, I am going to be a morning person?
4: A couple – I mean I love riding the bike and it was was basically get up and ride. And then it it also – when I was still going into the office, it really helped because – Then I would get into the office earlier, so you'd be able to leave earlier, and then Gina stays at home with the girls, but then I'd be home to entertain the kids, you know, and Gina would cook dinner kind of a thing. So it was, like, an overall, you know, benefit, like, to the family, but then it was just what, you know, I hate when I don't ride, because, like, even even rest days, like, I hate them. I know I need them, but I hate Um, (laughs) them. And it's, like, you know, and then the flip side, too, is, like, Seeing results is fun. You know, you're not going to see the results if you don't get up. So it's like, um, holy cow, I just looked out the window and it's snowing. Um, Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) Welcome to Minnesota. (laughs) Um, Wow, wow, sorry. Um, But, yeah, you know, it's the results and and then, you know, know, just – just get in that time. It's alone time too, you know. It's just me time now. Yeah. I have Shrek, but you know, for the most part, it's just me and, and Shrek now. So Shre- Shrek is your dog. My dog. dog. Yes, I should. I should say that. Yes. Um, yeah. So he's a uh, you know he's my ride or die buddy now. But all he does is sit, and lay down, and wait for me to be done. And so, um. But yeah, it's you know pretty much it. it's alone time, and then yeah. you know being done earlier and stuff, getting work started, and you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Nate. I think you mentioned that it, for you, it's like you realize, hey, it makes you feel better about going into mm-hmm. work and, yeah, and all that. It does.
4: I it,
3: it makes my day so much. And and I have a couple of employees of mine that, um, with my job, I'm in charge of them. But one of them's a fitness instructor, and he's like, you know, he knows the benefits of it. And he's like, dude, I can tell when you don't ride in the mornings. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, how can oh, you wow. tell? And he's like, your your face is like different even with a mask on like we have to wear masks all day long at work like Mm -hmm. i i walk through my temperature screening and i put my mask on and it doesn't come off unless i go to break and eat and then it goes right back on um they're like we can tell in your eyes if you're you know interesting wow if you're happier or not and and i and i and i like that i have that you know because for the longest time i didn't you know i just i just went to work and was I wasn't miserable, but I wasn't You were, were the cheeriest me. fellow? No. You, and you I still don't surviving. like mornings. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't like mornings, but I yeah. do it because I know I to. And on the weekend. Plus, like Debbie working. said, too. I was going to say, on Go the ahead. weekend,
4: I just yell until he gets up, so. Yeah,
3: yeah. That's, that's fair. Except for last <laughs> weekend, I think somebody else was up. Hey, hey, hey. First.
4: <laughs> Wait.
3: Yeah, he was one. at my house
4: for my birthday, and uh, we were going to ride Endurance for my birthday, like the 7 a.m. ride with Jayma, and I literally am barreling down the stairs at 6.57 a.m. Like, I almost broke my neck on the way down, like, holy crap, I didn't get up, and he's all ready to ride, he's all in his gear already, and I'm just like, yeah, so we were a little late for that one.
0: Yeah. Uh- but you did, I'm it. sure. I'm sure. It's
1: yeah, Jan. it was uh, uh, yeah. oh, usually,
0: yeah. She just Jamie will just give you extra extra, right? Right, 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 sure. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Uh,
5: so, what are you guys f-
0: excited about for the next uh, upcoming year? What's uh, what, what's on your agenda? And oh, actually, you know, before, before we get there, do you mind talking about you talk about results and and seeing the results and and, and all the work you've done? And I know we see it visually and, and, and oh, also yeah. in the way you guys are. Can you talk? Are you comfortable talking about it with the results you've gotten from the exercise and the work you've done?
4: Yeah, I uh, when I started out, I was a little over one hundred and seventy pounds, and I am five foot two ish, three ish on a good day. Um, I had, you know, I had I had weight to lose, and uh, and I did for the most part. Um, you know, I am down to about thirty pounds now, give or take any day. So uh, I am down to. You know what's what's comfortable essentially you know if i gave up chocolates and french fries i might lose a little more but there's only that much. i'm gonna live no. my life so no. um <laughs> yeah so yeah so I, yeah i'm down to around 140 ish pounds now but you know the more than that is the clothes that doesn't fit me anymore you know the the push-ups on my not on my knees is is that one of my was one of my biggest goals yeah. was to do push-ups not on my knees because I don't know that I've ever really truly done push full push-ups like not on my knees and then the other day I posted a picture to just of some work you know workout I did like on Instagram stories and um so you know somebody messaged and they were like oh look at your shoulders and like hashtag goals you know and it was just like those little yeah. things you know so that that stuff that you can't measure on yeah. a scale but you mm. know it, it it's so much yeah. more than that, and that was one thing that Amber yeah. told me: put the damn scale away.
0: So, um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a great, that's a great lesson. Yeah. It really is. I, I, I haven't, I haven't stepped. At yeah, to the doctor's office. It's the only way I, I go to the doctor's office. I right. get away. Right. the only time yeah. I've seen the number <laughs> right. change. But, uh, but um, yeah, and you, and you also set a great example for your girls. Yeah, right? I mean that's the yes. other thing. It's like they have to be watching you and saying yeah. No, mom's mom's kicking some Yeah, ass. you know on the
4: little one. She she's now claimed the two pound weight dumbbells because I don't need them anymore. So now they're hers, and, nice. and then the you know the three and five pounds are Grady's, and they uh you know they go off and they actually Echelon now I just recently saw has a family workout. You know it's off the bike, oh, but wow. uh, that's with uh, Nicole and uh, Michael Brown, and we did that the other day. I I stopped doing the workout to snap a picture of them as they were you know halfway attempting to do push-ups and whatnot you know and um but yeah, yeah. so they've you know seen that and grady often says to me i want to work out with you you know she's desperate to grow a couple more inches to be able to ride uh yeah she, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she sits yeah. on the bike now and she pushes one pedal and she pushes the next one because her legs don't make it all the way down um but yeah. yeah she's you know she's desperate to ride so yeah that's i mean and that's One of the, you know, biggest, I I don't know that I necessarily said it, but definitely one of the biggest driving forces was to lose the weight to be able to actively play and get stronger, you know, just to play with them. Like this weekend, I was just been picking them up, you know, and flinging them onto the little bounce house that we have downstairs, you know, like I couldn't have done that two years ago, two and a half years ago. Like I couldn't have done that. I mean, I could have once or twice and then I would have fallen down. So... Um, you know, like that's a, that's a huge difference and just being able to play with them and keep going and ride bikes and, you know, just crazy things that little kids do. So, um, cause I wasn't getting any younger. So, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, Excellent. I think I mean, Echelon it, it,
1: had to make it, yeah. a commercial out of that of you just flinging your kids around, throwing
0: your kids around like a rag doll. Sorry, CTS might show up, but yeah, no, uh... yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't want. That. <laughs> yeah, no. no. And Nate, Nate, your story's been fantastic to watch as well. I mean, I've seen you've shown us pictures as friends before of your transformation, and I'm like, holy mm-hmm. moly, what a what a what a difference! Like, where did the other person go that was there? Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, so, it's kind of a twofold like, this, like, yep. peaks and valleys. Uh, so, like, almost 14 or 15 years ago, Nate, like, I kind of got my crap together. I lost a ton of weight. Um, I actually got down to, like, a sickeningly, like, 160 pounds. Like, people thought I was dying. Um, not very healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, go through my divorce. Go through life get remarried have you know Riker um put on i was hovering around 220 230 you know i'd kind of get it back in line a little bit um and then back to the you know getting the echelon story i was i was back up to like 225 yep um but kind of like debbie doesn't want to give up the fries and the the chocolate um huge craft beer fan about to I say also it's the my, beer my friend that's why you know, we do it I, riding for beer you know, yep and and i love bush light you know i'm in iowa that's you know the nectar of the gods <laughs> here um you know and so getting back down to like a manageable 185 190 you know i am more guilty of you know debbie says throw the scale away but i haven't um, thrown it away i still have it neurose, yeah, well, and and Debbie knows this. Like, I probably weigh like during the week. I weigh myself every morning, and I it's probably not the most healthy thing to do, but I have to track it and I have to know. But like, yeah, it's a different it's not the best thing to do. But um, you know, it it reminds myself of like, okay, well, you need to stay true to your goals. Of like, I don't. I enjoy craft beer but I don't drink those mm-hmm. drink I don't drink beer or anything during the week. Like right. that's my time to like set the good example of a good diet and and not eat a lot of crap or drink any beer and, and really follow my workout plan. Um and just the being able to like you know hearing kit like last yesterday on that boy scout bike ride and they were like a lot of those kids don't know who who riker's dad is or they're like that guy with that black and green bike that sweet bike because i think my bike's pretty awesome yep they're like he's fast they're like he was he was pulling and he was pulling us and like blocking the wind and like that guy was riding fast and i'm like (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 like, that that was nothing like like what i could probably do or even like you know and and it was a well-behaved ride i'm with boy scouts so like yep. if yeah. you guys came you know if you guys came and we rode that trail we'd stop at the breweries <laughs> you know? for sure el capitan had el capitan my had the what are you talking about yeah <laughs> so i mean that's what's great for me is, like, seeing that result and, you know, yeah. not, I know I weigh a lot, I weigh myself a lot, but the, the weight and measurement of knowing what I can do now. And I know that five years ago, if Riker asked me to go to a Boy Scout biking camp out, even though I love bikes, like, I no. probably would have come up with a BS excuse to not go. Like, yeah. oh, I think I have to work, or... Uh, I really don't like any of the people there, or whatever it is. Whatever it was, yeah. But I wouldn't do that now. Like, you know, same thing with like, you know, when Debbie asked me to go ride that ride, like, I probably would have come up with an excuse. And it's like now there's really not an excuse because where she sees my progress, she sees what I'm doing. Um, hey, you could you could do this and like that's kind of like we're already bantering back and forth because that same ride is happening in august again Um, and i'm like okay this last year you dropped me at the bottom let's see what's going to happen this year like (laughs) because i've been trying a lot harder on like my climbs and my you know my higher resistance and so having that stuff too We're we're gonna do the century ride this year Yep, we're going to do 100.
4: That's yeah, wow. My goal for the summer is to write out a century, right? So.
0: That's going to oh, be pretty amazing. Cool. I can't wait to see the yeah. results of that one. That's going to be fun.
5: Yeah.
0: Well, good. Well, that's fantastic. Awesome. So, um, Mary, do you have any questions? Uh, I wanted to, The only question I had left was the: what are you excited about?
1: Yeah. um... Just the the length of ride, I'm always curious to know what's your favorite, what's your Goldilocks not too short, not too long, favorite length of ride? I like
4: 45 minute, um, 45 minute power or fusion because the fusion, well power too I suppose gets the arms thrown in because at first too I never did the arms because I'll, I'll do that off the bike. But I never did. Right. So now I, I am doing more off the bike, granted, but I do do the arms on the bike too. And um, so, yeah, 45 for the most part. Uh, a, a fun, you know, speed 20 or Tabata 20. I won't do lo- Tabata longer than a 20 because that's just brutal. Um, yeah. yeah. You're really right. But generally, 45, <laughs> the fusion or the power uh, or heels, I don't mind. Um, 45, I think, is my yeah. favorite.
1: Okay, Nate. Nate.
3: Uh, 45, uh, same for me, because, uh, Monsters if I go any further than 45, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, if I go any further than 45, uh, Debbie will tell you I usually have to have my signature center. Go to the bathroom. So, okay, I'm gonna, you're not, I gotta go to the bathroom, I have to pee. <laughs> I have a, I have a hummingbird bladder, and it's notorious, and, uh, two weeks ago, uh, I'm gonna Lala get you riding diapers, mate.
0: Riding diapers.
3: I, I should get riding diapers or a catheter or something because like two <laughs> weeks ago or I guess yeah, two weeks ago, uh, another echelon rider was in Iowa riding with me and, and I s like I said, I've gotta go run over in these bushes. You're not you're in rural Iowa, you can run into yeah. bushes and pee. And while I was in the bushes peeing, she's messaging Debbie saying, Your your riding partner has the worst bladder ever. He's had to take pee breaks multiple times and I'm
4: like I it's I, true I, yeah, she
0: texted me yep so. Yep. So. yep now Nate let me introduce you to the right answer the right answer is right. three minutes <laughs> yes. 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 right answer
2: yep
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's my that's my running joke I'm a yep. 30 minute guy that's what I do but oh and so I guess that brings us to our mystery question I think it's time okay. I okay. think it's time alright so what, what we, we'll do one question that I'll ask both of you now 1 2 or 3 confirm amongst yourself what is your choice I see I see I see hand signal all right okay. number In the 2 middle. it is 2 okay number 2 fancy envelope opened up inside there was a question this question is usually pretty lame but it'll be fun. uh what type of service to others or good deed done for other people do you personally find the most rewarding
3: Oh. You no, you can go us? first. I I went first all the other time. Um, I find like it's the little things. Yeah. Um, I was telling Riker today. Um, even if something as simple as I. Uh, I took a Dale Carnegie class once, okay. and it was uh, one of the big things they taught us was the sweetest words to somebody is their name. and calling them by their right name and so i find like just the little things of where whether it's just lifting them up like telling them a good job or opening the door um you know growing up you know being a boy scout and kind of a service-oriented family like i like to help people whether it's i loved yesterday Knowing, like, I could leave Riker behind and know that he was okay and kind of, like, drop back and help pace kids through a bike ride. Like, there were kids that weren't at any fitness level that I could be like, okay, let's go. one two yeah. three one two three one two three it's 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 simple because to them, they're just on a Boy Scout bike ride. But to me, I'm like, maybe that's going to spark them to want an echelon bike or buy, like dude, that specialized road bike, sweet, and I want one like that. And, you know, this guy was like, one, two, three, one, two, three. And, and maybe they'll remember that someday. Oh, they yeah. will, for sure. Yeah.
4: How about you, Deb? I, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm a, you know, I try to help anyone and everyone. Um, as much as I come across as, you know, a, a hard ass, and you know, I I don't sugarcoat things, and you know, things like that. Um, I really, I, I really do have a heart of you know, goodness. I suppose. Um, I love, I love being able. You know, locally here, uh, we have an organization that, um, for the school district that helps out families in need, and there's no recognition to it. It's just this family needs X Y Z. You know, like, you know, this kid needs clothes. Age, you know, twelve. You know, like. Things like it's and then you just go de- deliver it to, uh, you know, to the to the designated spot and they hand it out to the people that need it. But it's it's knowing that you're helping them and then also just realizing, it makes me realize time and again how much we take for granted and, and how lucky we are for what we have. That, you know, we can help out, um, you know, other people and just, you know, realizing how some people just don't have anything despite the fact that we live in, you know, I live in, you know, a pretty middle class, you know, good, you know, neighborhood that there's, there's literally our neighbors that need this kind of help. And to be able to do that is, is, is mm-hmm. a big deal. So, yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful.
2: Yeah. Very
4: good. But I'm still a hot ass on the outside. Don't tell anybody else. Yeah. This is true. Oh, this is yeah, true.
1: We know. Confirmed. Oh, it's our secret. Confirmed. Yeah. We,
2: we won't let, let anyone worry. know.
0: We, we won't expose that right Right, right,
4: before. I'll I'll lose my street cred, so exactly
0: exactly <laughs> oh that Debbie. She's, she's hard really hard <laughs> oh well this has been wonderful guys uh i want to thank you both for taking time on a sunday to to connect with meredith and i and uh you know besides outside of our little right. chat uh in a way that we can share your stories with others and i i think i know i'm inspired by you both and and uh, it's been great to, to hear that a little more formally and to be able to dive in the, under the onion a little bit and get to know you both a little better. Yeah. So we really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks
4: it. for having us. For and Nate, make sure that you're on there at 5 a.m. tomorrow. Okay. I'll be there.
3: <laughs> I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed early enough. I got home and unpacked, so I'm I'm good.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you both. Oh, and uh, if anyone wants to connect with you guys, how how would they do that? Do they your leaderboard names right? Oh, my like leaderboard
4: name is super original. It's Debbie. Debbie D B B I E. That's it. it. And to, okay. right now, Excellent. my location is 41 is the new 21. So I plan on leaving that there for a while. I like so, that. At least yeah, a year.
1: Yeah. And then uh, on
4: Instagram, I'm on Africa's blog, because I used to blog, but that's where, where my Instagram's at, so.
3: Excellent. How about you, Nate? Um, on the leaderboard and Instagram, I'm, uh, it's short none on uh, Echelon, but it's El Capitan. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Instagram is El Capitan Warwick, which is my writing name and my brewery name, so. Yep. And you will get all
0: the Packers news uh, yes. on Nate's, Packers uh, news,
3: I, uh, sports news, and anything cycling <laughs> and uh, wildly interesting in my life in Central Iowa.
0: Fantastic. What, what, watching Debbie's irons rolls is just the best part of the whole <laughs> I podcast. Yep. I Well,
3: We'll
0: have to just get a little <laughs> video those, clip of that. Yeah, those do d- uh, d- Packers. Loop of that. Exactly. <laughs> Well, guys. Well, thanks again, and uh, thank you, listeners. We hope you enjoyed uh, meeting these two wonderful riders, and hope you get to connect with them, and and uh, keep on listening to us uh, on the super excellent, not too serious, bike that goes nowhere podcast. Welcome back to the super excellent, not too serious, bike that goes nowhere podcast. Oh, I love Nate and Debbie, don't you, Meredith?
1: They are spectacular. Um, Just such an interesting pairing uh, that I probably wouldn't put together normally, but it's like chocolate and peanut butter. It works. It's amazing. It does. It's incredible, and everybody loves it.
0: It's true. I mean, yeah. it's it's so funny. We, we've known them quite a while, a year and a year and a half now, at least, uh, just from our little group of friends. And uh, they're both actively engaged in the community. And You see Debbie out there. Both of their transformations have been phenomenal. And it's just so, so great to have a front row seat to it. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, absolutely. And Debbie talking about uh, just making the time for it, because we see that again and again. People say, how do you all do this? I don't have time. And, you know, she said, I got to do it before the kids get up or else I'm sunk. There is no picking it up afterwards. (laughs) Exactly. It's and, like uh, a, it's
0: it's game game over she says. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. I love I it. I
1: love her accent. Um, it, and I
0: just you know Debbie Debbie comes you know she just comes with a straight talk. That's another thing oh, about yeah. that but I, I, it's so great. It's refreshing. You know, it's like um when when the you know if you know where you stand with her and and you know we all need that when especially when it comes to like accountability partners. You know, it de-
1: yeah that's the kind of accountability partner you need you don't need me who says hey i'm gonna hit the snooze button and and then the other person's like okay i'll hit the snooze button too like yeah I, i'm not a good early morning uh accountability partner at all
0: y- yeah but you would you'd be a great accountability partner but just not for 6
1: a.m not for 6 a.m for not 6 p.m i'm in
0: 6 p.m you're yeah. in you'd be perfect i mean you'd, midnight? you'd be there all day with me
1: at midnight
0: this is true this is true <laughs> You and I did a late night one once, didn't we? It was when, uh, we did for we Rachel, did, when did a Rachel yeah, one, yeah. When she did the yeah.
1: overnight. It was like two
0: a.m. Sure. or something like that. It was crazy. There were
1: three rides. I did all three. You, yes.
0: you did. I did one. I was yeah. Uh, again, one par for come. the course. Par for the course. I'm one and done. <laughs> it's the way I work. The way I roll. But um, yeah. So again, it's uh, the, the whole relationship between between uh, our our guest Nate and Debbie. It's just like you know. It's like they are very different lots of ways you would, like I said, you wouldn't, it's chocolate and peanut butter, then you find the commonalities and they just gel. And uh, you never know. That's what's so great about this community is that you can find and interact with people you never would have met in any other case, right?
1: Right. And don't be afraid to. Nicole did a wonderful thing in one of her classes uh, just this week. She said, see who you're writing around on the board right now. Yep. She goes, and make a post. And mm-hmm. and tag them in it or mention their leaderboard name and, yeah. and make a friend, get to know somebody. Um, because that's honestly how a lot of us ended up meeting at first. We were riding some of the same rides, we were near each other, there weren't as many people on the leaderboard, so you could scroll and see yeah, the twenty or forty people you're riding with. But um, I think it's great that she encouraged that and and that's um you, you Don't discount just because someone's not the same age or they're, you know, not necessarily into the same things. Both of them are all about their families, all Mm -hmm. about being healthier for their families, Mm -hmm. working out with their kids. Uh, You know, Riker, Nate's son is huge on the bike and Debbie's girls are, are raring to go and lifting weights with her. And they're just both setting excellent examples, which is why I tried to get back on my um, health kick in the beginning was because I wanted to be able to hang out with my girls, not be tired, walk around the zoo, all those sorts of things, um, and and that's what they're doing. So there is a lot in common. You just might not see it on the surface.
0: Exactly right. I, I think you nailed it on the head, Meredith. I think we're, uh, that's a great thing about this echelon community. It's like we're really all here for the same reason, right? In the end, yeah. it's yeah. like we're we here look to good. And we just yeah we're trying to improve ourselves in one way shape or form. We've right. made a choice, a commitment to uh, exercise, whatever shape or form it is, and we're here together in that journey. And you know the instructors are there; they're with us all the way. They're engaged with us. They're talking to us. They're part of us. And so again, uh, when you're on that leaderboard, I mean, don't you don't have to use that leaderboard board as a comparison. I, and there was a great mm-hmm. post. I think to, either today or yesterday about that. Someone again, it it, it comes up quite a bit on on the uh, um, on the forum uh, around. You know, output is is just an illusion. You know, it is just a uh, metric that you can use. You should use for yourself. And the whole competition on the leaderboard, it's so many variables involved in in, in how you create that number that you can't look at the person that is. Below you, or you know, hundred ahead of you, or hundred behind you, and say I'm better than them, or they're better than me, because you don't know the circumstances. It, you it's
1: absolutely 100%, don't. Hundred percent,
0: hundred percent. And so, but you can look at it and say, Hey, I see this person a lot, and yeah. you know, I'm somewhere in the realm where they ride, and mm-hmm. maybe I'm going to send them that little high five, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or mention them. Or, uh, you know, I know uh, one of our friends, Lala, if she sees someone with a West Virginia logo, she's probably going to reach out to them and be like, hey, I went to West Virginia. And, you know, instant friend, right? I mean, Insta not with friends. me. Insta yeah. friends.
0: <laughs> Whereas me, if I, if I see anyone with a pulse, I'll say hi. You know, that's kind of how I roll with it. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> just uh, high five to you. High five to you. I give out high fives like it's a uh, like it's candy, you know. It's Today,
1: fun. true story. So yep. I was riding with my hair down and I was sweating because I'm in this mermaid costume. Mm-hmm. And my hair hit the screen and it was like, send a message. And I'm like, okay, so I sent a high five. <laughs> I have no idea who I sent it to. My nice. hair sent a high five. Now the, the problem is my my hair has exited before, so I have to oh, be really oh, careful. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you gotta watch that one. You don't want you don't want the <laughs> accidental the, uh
1: you know. You know, I mean, maybe I should put the hair in the bun, like Lindsay. Right.
0: But yeah, you, you, yeah, the bun does not mean bun business in this business. case. The, the, bun, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the bun means back if you hit the screen wrong. <laughs> exactly. But <laughs> so oh, I was like, oh, man. random
1: high five. I hope they got it. I hope they enjoyed it. Why
0: not? Why not, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, uh again, the whole accountability. Let me ask you, Meredith, how do you? You know, I'm, a, I'm very much a self-accountability person. I don't usually have mm-hmm. a buddy. That's not how I roll. Uh, it's just the way I'm wired. It's either I'm doing it or I'm not. You know, it's either on or off for me usually. But I know yeah. many people are not like that. How do you hold yourself accountable? And, and do you share accountability relationship with anyone that, that uh, is in the forum?
1: So I would say that in my previous life, uh, prior to echelon i did not hold myself accountable i don't like to tell myself no mm-hmm. i don't like to make myself do things i don't want to do um mm-hmm. i'm a little bit of a brat so the way echelon Esche-brats. has held me a ac- <laughs> brat <Esche-brat. laughs> the way it's held me accountable is that i enjoy riding so much yep. and i i will think oh my gosh i haven't ridden with Eden in a while. I need to do an Eden ride today or I haven't ridden, you know, so it's kind of the instructors, even though they mm. don't, you know, say, Hey, where have you been? Um, but it's also I just every day I want to ride. I want to ride. And so yeah. I look at the schedule and I'll pick out a few rides and whatever, you know, if work doesn't interrupt, if I can get away for twenty minutes, I'll go do it. Um But yeah, it's more, I don't have a single person. Sometimes someone in our group will say, hey, is anyone riding at this time? And I'll look at the the clock and I'll look at my schedule and I'll be like, yeah, I can do that. Um, Or someone will post on the page and say, hey, it's my 200th celebration. So I'll think, okay, I'll ride that ride. So it's just me. But I don't mean to say that like I'm some great person because I never have been in my life. It is truly because I enjoy the bike. It is. So if you don't enjoy the bike, (laughs) get a partner. Then you better find a partner, right? Yeah.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: I think you you nailed on something there, though. I think um, when it comes to, for me, I I love to ride live. Yeah, same. That to me is an accountability thing. Uh, uh, You you know, part of it is I just, you know, I I typically will ride hard. Regardless, you know, it's just kind of you, you know. T- you know, sometimes I'll do a, a lighter, lighter ride just because I need mm-hmm. to or want to, but I usually don't ride hard. But I definitely ride harder when I'm doing the uh, live rides. I just oh, I same. feel account I just feel accountable to her or him, whatever, I whatever slack, I'm riding with. Right? Yeah,
1: I slack off big time if it's on demand. Just. Totally, unless unless I've met up with someone to ride specifically on demand, so I can see how that works for people. I know a lot of people do that. Um, I haven't done it very much, but when I have, knowing someone else is actually there watching me, yeah, that makes me get go harder.
0: Yeah, for sure. And and, and even if it's like your, if it's your friends or whatever it is, I think a little oh, bit of yeah. everything. It's in the oh, back yeah. of your head, or, or or maybe it's in the front of your head. I don't know. Uh, I, I think live for me definitely does it uh does make a little difference to me in terms of how i how i uh I perform and the, the kind of effort i put into it so um yeah so to me that's part of it uh but again it's like sometimes you just can't make a live and so the good news is they keep adding more and more so there's like if you do. can't find it's hard to not find live rides now because it's like they're with the new studios and you yeah, can find a time
1: I- I really kind of want to find a night when I can stay up and I want to do some of what would be the early morning u k rides, which are middle of the night rides for us right and, and ride with some of those instructors because I rode with George Palmer this week. His energy was incredible. Um, i I was gonna ride with Carly today, but I didn't make it. Um, but some of the others I just haven't haven't connected and got to ride with them yet, and I really want to do that.
0: You no, know, there's just so there's so many. Yeah, I mean the uh, I I, I rode one UK, but it wasn't a live ride. It was before they were live. Oh, um, okay. and now I just have you know. For me, it's like I'm just trying to find the, the time to get a ride. In, and yeah. and uh, you know so uh, it's it's all good but I definitely want to try them out But there's so many now it's like I feel I know. here's the thing I struggle with it because um, we're getting big in lots of ways a lot with lots of people mm-hmm. you know so now the, the 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 groups are getting much much bigger which is great you know uh, great. like for example yeah. early morning writer group yeah, or the one that that uh, that uh, you know Norm and Matthew and, and uh, uh, Savannah are part of That kind of run that one there is like 600 people now. So it's yeah. huge. It's, That's it's, it's, We were, you know, we we used to have like twenty or thirty in a class, you know, and yeah. now like the early morning, then you know the class is at six hundred, but that but that group is six hundred, so right. a lot of people are engaging in lots of different ways, and um, now we have so many more instructors too. It, used, it was when we started. It was Chattanooga,
4: yes. right? And yeah. just the yeah. you know
0: just the, the the number of instructors that were there. Now it's Miami, and now it's England, and now it's France and Germany. It, it's it's great, but I'm like. Do you worry at all that as it gets bigger, we'll lose any secret sauce?
1: I I don't know. I feel like for me, yeah. I like trying new things, but then I realized, oh my gosh, I've gone a long time without riding with Nicole. I have to yep. ride with Nicole. I don't want her to think I don't love her because I yeah, do. I know. Well, that's the thing. You I'm know? a
0: very loyal friend Same. in person. You Same. know, it's like I, have a, I keep a... I'm friends with a lot of people. Quote friends with a lot of people. i mm-hmm. use quotes around that.
5: Mm-hmm. I
0: am incredibly tight to a small group of people. That is right. how I I live and, and, and operate my life. I, I prefer quality over quantity, uh, typically. So for me it's like, okay, yeah, I really want to try those writers, but no, I, I have you know, I have my my writers and, and sorry, my yeah. uh, instructors. But I want to try something-
1: them all. I do too. And I will try. I'm like, i like, and I, I will say great things when I, when I love them, I'll talk about them and hope that other people will join them. Um, but it's, it's not going to be so hard if the UK times are when I'm asleep, I just mm-hmm. won't get to right. ride with them. Right. Um, I don't speak French or German. So while I would like to ride with all those instructors, I can't imagine doing that many classes that I have no clue what's going on. um, So I don't know about that. Like I noticed they had, I think, French bar and I'm, I guess I could follow along with everything, but I think that's going to kind of um, A French bar sounds
0: nice. Is it like a, not a drinking It's like champagne, champagne for everybody at the French bar. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) plié.
1: Sorry. No, it's Um, all good. So yeah, I, I just, I do worry about that though. Sometimes you can have too much choice. But it's good for other people in other time zones and for in other countries who don't speak English, maybe. So yeah, it's don't like be so going selfish, to the ice. Yeah, gentlemen. it's like going to the ice cream it's not all shop. About you?
0: No, well, I know. Well, you know, it, it kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is about me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but it's like it's going to the ice cream shop.
5: Again.
0: Yeah, sometimes yeah, it's yeah. It always it always comes back to ice cream, doesn't it? It does. It does. It does. But you can go in the ice cream shop, and they may have like five flavors. And so that kind of, okay, okay, I will have that one. You walk into one, they have 40 flavors. And all of a sudden, you're taking a scoop of this one, a little bit of that one. And you just don't, you get overwhelmed. It's paralysis by analysis. And so um, it's going to be interesting to see how we keep our, I'm going to call it our, uh, not soul, it's not the right word. We always have that. But keep our uniqueness and our tightness and our closeness as we start to grow in both size of participants and, and instructors and studios and all this stuff. I, mean, I want Echelon to grow and be successful. but oh, I really, too. Yeah, I really don't want to lose what's special about it. Um, because I don't want to be brand P. You know, that's not what I want to be. You know, I would have picked that if they'd been the choice. I like the intimacy of, of Echelon. And so- I-
1: Yeah, I think as they're bringing on new people, they are relaying that and kind of the, um, you know, the mission that they have to be small, Mm -hmm. to be different, to be everyday people. Um, So I think that in itself, those core values are what Echelon was founded on. And so I think they will continue to hire people that also have that same vision.
0: Yeah, I think I hope you're right. right. And and again I I haven't seen anything that would tell me otherwise. But right. you know, this is a podcast. We have uh, time to fill. So let's talk about
1: The it. UK people are great. I mean, they seem yeah. to be just as as genuine and awesome as our Miami and Chattanooga people. So well, that's exciting from what to I've know. seen so far. We'll have
0: to get yeah. some on the show for sure. Oh yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Podcast really oversighted Ooh.
0: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's how we go that's how we roll um so back to our, our our guests uh nate and debbie you know we, as we said debbie is um definitely the the tough love of the group uh, oh. uh and, and, yeah that's 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 how she rolls and so what do you, I mean do you res- i think you kind of answered this all right do you respond to tough love tell it straight or do you like things sugarcoated a little bit
1: Oh, I like everything with a lot of sugar. Um, I'm very yeah. sensitive. Um, however, mm-hmm. the way like Debbie has delivered things in our group and, and the way yeah. our group is, I, I know her well enough um, to know it is not anything personal and she's not uh, being mean. She's just no. being matter of fact. And so Absolutely. that I can take. I can take that, you know, I I, I, because I already trust her and know her. If someone Uh. else on the board just came at me, I might be (laughs) like, well, I don't want to get up. No, don't tell me what to do.
0: Oh yeah, you know. it, 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 they did a Saturday Night Live skit about that. It was like a, it was it, again, uh, it was reference to Brand P, of course. It was, it was mm-hmm. called the Pelatant.
1: Oh yes, yes, that was yes. If you have if you haven't, if yes. you haven't
0: seen that, you want a good laugh, guys. You want a good laugh. Watch the Pelatant. Um, yeah. It will make you laugh. There's no question.
1: It um, will, and some people do respond to that.
0: Exactly. I
1: it's, don't. I would cry. I would cry on the bike. It would aw. not be pretty.
0: You cry on the bike, anyways, don't you? After a good hard workout, <laughs> after a good ass whipping Sometimes. by Jama or, or Nicole, right?
1: Yeah, or some wise words Amber, from Danny? You. She's brought some tears to my oh, eyes.
0: That's true. That's true. That's the other kind of cry, though. She'll she oh, hurt yeah. you both ways. Danny hurts yeah. you both ways. She hurts you. <laughs> she'll she'll beat you down in the physical sense, but then she hits you in the hot strings. <laughs> she plays the she plays the old hard strings like a like a Jimi Hendrix. I'll tell you. <laughs>
1: And then Amber, you know, she makes me laugh until I cry. Um, Oh, my God. And and also kicks my butt. Yeah.
0: Today, uh, (laughs) we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit to shout outs and stuff. But um, I was on a ride today with Amber this morning. I did the early morning ride today and hopped on with her. And uh, I I was doing a speed ride. I just kind of want to get my legs cranking and, and not hurt them. Um, so I was just, just cranking along, but uh, that song uh, I thought it was called the Auctioneer. I don't, it's maybe it's called something different. It's like
1: uh, sold is what someone was saying. Is John it sold? Montgomery? But I maybe thought that's what it it's called as well. I thought it
0: was the Auctioneer, I, yeah. but it, it doesn't matter. But it's a, it's yeah. a really fast like lot of oh, words. Yeah. You, you know, the, you sing a little verse. Come on, do us a little. Do us
5: no,
0: a little no, bit. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, like, no one wants. Hey, to little hear me girl. It's a real fast country song. And uh, it's about, uh, it's like an auction. Uh, but anyway, so Amber's on the bike and she sings it as she's riding. Uh, and I'm like, that was probably the most impressive feat of cardio uh, uh, fitness that I've ever seen. Cause that's not an, an easy, no. you don't stop. You just keep going. No, she's just doing going. it while cranking it like 80 or 90. Yeah. And she's singing the whole thing. And it's like, well, at least the, the, the major uh, choruses of it. And I'm like, Oh, my God. I don't know how you're doing that, girl. That was impressive.
1: Yeah. Oh, she's, she's fantastic.
0: Yeah, it is for sure. So
1: what else we got? We got any news? What's going on? All in the world kinds of,
0: of news. All kinds of news. Um, so I think uh, let's talk about Connected Fitness World in general. How about that? Okay. So the Connected Fitness World obviously has had a boom. News just came out uh, another whole new realm of fitness. Connected fitness is like boxing, which uh, yeah. I think is really cool. I love hitting heavy heavy bags and stuff like that. Boxing is a is something I really enjoy, and I know Echelon heads like kickboxing and stuff like that.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: This is like a a, a a like a punching bag type thing that has targets that light up, and you hit where it lights up, and it and it it lights go to like the beat of the music and stuff like that. Yeah. It's again, but again, it's another whole subscription. So it's like a $30, $29 a month subscription plus a $1,500 piece of equipment, but they just got $20 right. million dollars in funding, you know? So, I mean, the connected fitness world is going nuts and and it's really interesting to watch. Uh, where you had obviously brand P is kind of the behemoth and you got an order track up there as well. And Bowflex mm-hmm. and Echelon is, uh, you know, uh, coming up the, the ranks as well and building their, uh, empire, uh, bringing all kinds of great products, but just the market in general itself, uh, just compare March, March of October, uh, of 2020 versus 19 doubled to 2.3 billion bucks. Uh, that's just an obscene wow. amount of money when you think yeah. about it, right? You know, treadmills up 135% spin bikes, as you can imagine up three X from the prior year, uh Tonal, which is a, uh, it, it's like a weight, it's like a, a digital weight is what it is. So it's it's like, a, uh, imagine cables uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and doing weights with cables, but it's all digitally controlled and it has, like, they adjust the weight for you as you get stronger type thing. They've grown 8X since uh, in 2020. And just, uh, you know, and, and it's not going anywhere because I think mm-hmm. what happened was, people started working out at home. 76% of people started working out uh, more at home. And then what they found is 66% prefer it. So it's not going away. So that's a big difference. Uh, You don't have to.
1: Right. I think we've learned a a new way of working out. Whereas we always could have done it at home. But usually if you had something at home, you bought something that wasn't as good as what you could have at the gym. Now they're producing equipment that's pretty comparable. Yeah. It's also not huge and bulky. Exactly. And it's priced where you can afford it. Most people are finding they can have room for it. I mean my reflect hangs on the wall. It doesn't take up any room. Right. Um, you know, even the rower folds up and my bike, yeah. you know, isn't huge. Right and
0: the stride folds the, the, the treadmill the stride
1: yep. folds yeah so and you don't have to get dressed you don't have to find the time to drive there drive back and you've got mm-hmm. other things you know here if I if I have twenty minutes I couldn't get to the gym and back to do anything but I exactly can get on a ride or a row and or on the reflect and be done
0: yeah yeah we so, certainly I, I love it. Yeah, we. I think another big thing that's really driven it, though. I think, obviously, right, we they've always had equipment. Now again, Mm -hmm. like you, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's a lot better, a lot more user friendly. But what's Mm -hmm. really changed is the experience.
5: Yeah, right. The content. The the content.
0: It's not you know, it's not some VHS where you got to rewind it. so. It's all integrated, and you're now part of the story. Yeah, and so, true. Yeah, so I think that's a big big change in, in the, in the uh, relationship people have with connected fitness equipment is just a lot different than what it had with uh, uh, prior equipment in the years before. It was just a piece of equipment, and maybe they pop a video on, right? But this right. is really an inter- interactive experience, and so I think that's really driven. And plus, you know, we couldn't go anywhere for a year. That kind of drove a lot of it too, but yeah. people just started to like it more. Um, and, but I think, so will that kill gyms? That's another big question, right? Will it kill gyms?
1: I, yeah, I, I hope not in a way because I think those are important too. They're important community spaces for people to go that absolutely cannot afford any of the equipment. Um, Cause we are fortunate. It's not cheap. Um, it's cheaper than it used to be to, to have a home gym, but it's still out of reach for a lot of people. And, you know, single people or just you know people who yep. want that sense of community want want to work out around other people um we like the interaction but if i go to the gym i don't want anyone to talk to me so it's a completely different experience for me like i don't right? want anyone to see me at the gym but i, I want the instructor well. to see me on the bike i want you all to know i'm there it's it's a real real paradox i don't i don't understand it really myself. is I, you hit yeah. an
0: interesting point there because uh, i think again it's um the whole concept of you know you know when i was getting really out of shape and, and not feeling great mm-hmm. about myself i definitely didn't want anyone seeing me so right. real big advantage having the bike at home it really it, it turned the corner for me to say, you know, I now don't feel ashamed like, to do this. I can get on there and, and nobody sees me really, right? Unless they, or they see a picture of what I want them to see. Right. But it's just, you know, I can now just go and engage. Whereas let's flip it around on, say, uh, younger, fitter people. They like the social interaction of the gym. Yeah. It's, it's actually a place where they interact socially, um, whereas you know, I, I'm a all get the business person. You know, the, if the bun meant business, you know, the gym definitely meant business. I was in and out; nobody got hurt. Right? Uh, right. Except my, except my, except maybe my shoulders.
1: <laughs> well, but, another um, thing about our gym, because um, we have a big, beautiful recplex. Um, yeah. My daughter's swim team; they use the pool there. They use the weights and things after school programs. I mean, there's still when I take her there for swim practice, there's still a lot of people working out at the gym. So I do hope um, that both. uh, I would be sad to see gyms closing. Um, I hope that maybe some of them will kind of realize that there might be people who are shut in their homes. Um, I know our gym during COVID uh, did some chair yoga for the older people who normally would come in and do it. They did post that on Facebook so people could watch it. Maybe Mm -hmm. some things like that could help. um, Yeah, I think they're business.
0: They'll evolve their model as well, right? Yeah. They'll, they'll I think they'll go to a du- dual format of like here's the gym, but if you want to work out at home, we've got workouts that are part of your su- part of your subscription to the gym. Um, I'd love yeah. to see it um, where uh, you start to see some of these um, connected fitness companies partner sure. with the gyms. I yeah, think that would be echelon
1: at the gym would be awesome.
0: I you know, roll it into one price. Mm-hmm. You get you get an echelon subscription and you get. A physical subscription, you know there's some of those gym membership are only ten bucks a month. I mean, yeah. th- think of the the crossover you would get from you know someone paying one subscription. they get the local gym and then they get the the home the home fitness as well. I think yeah. again, I'm and giving then- away all my consulting ideas here, but it's <laughs> like I think uh. Uh, there's definitely a model there that would work, particularly if you're trying to leapfrog, uh, you know, maybe another big behemoth that's got uh, a lot of the market. It's a great way to to engage and take a take a different take on it. So for sure, yeah,
1: and great for us if we travel because we could drop into one of those gyms and just exactly. pay a daily rate or something and and get our echelon workout in. I'm at, be awesome.
0: I'm, exactly. Imagine walking into a you know Brand X gym. Uh, that's a that's a national chain, and they've got a row mm. echelon sitting there, and you put yeah. your log in, and, and you get your workouts, and you get yeah. your stuff, right? You know, but it's, can uh, I wear a sure.
1: costume in the gym?
0: Well, you know, you might. Uh, <laughs> you People could. might look at me. You could. You were saying about not. You don't, you don't want anyone looking. at I don't at want anyone to, to look at me. That's gonna draw some attention, mayor I mean, the old uh oh, okay. the old mermaid <laughs> costume or the Wonder Woman uh, hopping on the echelon <laughs> at uh, at your local. Yeah. Uh, okay uh, jimmy's liftoff there so whatever works but
1: uh <laughs> brilliant <laughs> oh idea boy. sheldon i love yeah. it good stuff this is why
0: this is why we're here meredith to just give away oh. my ideas so other people can steal them that's that's how okay. we that's how we do this podcast
1: yeah oh, well, um, i'm here to support you
0: absolutely another interesting uh article that came out um uh, again it's a, it's a, it's a it's, it was around brand p uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: But it was, uh, because, well, they're huge. You know, they're huge. And so you, you see a lot of articles about sure. them. But it was called uh, Pella Stoners. Pella Stoners. Okay. Yeah. And it's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> they weren't throwing okay. rocks in the Peloton. No, okay. they weren't.
1: It was like, they is were this get- biblical stoning or? They, no,
0: no, no. This was 420 stoning. These guys were the getting f- baked. <laughs> These guys were getting baked with marijuana and riding the oh, bike stones.
1: I don't. I mean, I'm sure there's people who do all sorts of exercise like that. I I guess you don't have very far to fall off the bike, but I would True. probably definitely You're, fall off the bike, or yeah. I would lose focus and quit pedaling. I don't yeah. know.
0: But they have a whole group. What they is- actually have a, a, a group. Like, you know, imagine like EMR. It's like Pella And I'm like, hey, you know… <laughs> whatever floats your boat i guess oh yeah um yeah you know like you're sitting on the bike eating a eating a vat of macaroni and cheese while you're doing your ride
1: oh that sounds
0: good <laughs> it does sound good actually <laughs> maybe they're onto something here i don't know yeah yeah, but it was uh, riding high. That was what it about? I thought that was really riding interesting. Riding high.
1: Oh, that's clever. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and then uh, an, another article out there uh, again around. It was around Brand P, but it was uh, a, an NPR article about uh, another security challenge that they're having, and that's you can actually have uh, screens hack, screens and mics hacked into from the outside. Uh, and this is really, it was really centered more on like bikes in public. I like you, you go to some hotels, there are bikes that are there.
2: Right, so what would happen right. is they
0: would put – they would almost like spoof apps on them. Like it, look, it would look like there's a Netflix on the bike or something. So you put your credentials in and they'd steal your credentials. Oh. Yeah. So I guess so that not, could
1: happen with any – if we had, um you know, in gyms and things, I guess that could happen anywhere.
0: Yeah. It it, it really could, right? It. Yeah. And so um, it was interesting. Uh, now, but the, before the article came out, they'd already fixed the problem because they got wind of okay. it. I think it was – um, some security firm or something made them aware of it before going public with it, basically, and so they fixed it. Oh, That it. was nice. <laughs> that was nice. Oh, it's so nice of them, wasn't it? Uh,
1: Did they get a yeah. finder's fee?
0: <laughs> little, 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 uh, little help there from before yeah. getting uh getting nailed. But uh, again, it's like the, the great, like, the only good thing about this is that oftentimes, because you know, uh, Palatani is the big one, they they mm-hmm. get hit, and find this stuff first. And so, hopefully, Echelon can 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 not have any issues because they're they're catching it now at the same time. I don't know. I don't know if they have similar types of frameworks or not. So, whether it makes any difference or not, um, the good news is I'd rather see it caught um, at the larger scale, not Echelon, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and sure. And then they can they can go and adjust and and, and fix it. So,
1: but I, I want good. everyone to be safe, secure, and happy. So. No matter what brand of bike, you ride. Of course
0: not. Yeah, absolutely. Don't want them. (laughs) Nobody should have their stuff stolen. Uh,
1: Yeah. One more thing. Oh, my goodness. One
0: more thing about the Peloton. I would have okay. said. And again, <laughs> I, this is an Echelon podcast, believe it or gonna not. I was going to
1: say, what the heck is this turned into?
0: Well, I mean, I, again, I love that we have to... I think we're the bite that goes nowhere podcast, right?
1: That's true.
0: Focus around Echelon. But yeah. I, I think it's important. You know, the the news is interesting. And so
1: yeah. telling
0: this stuff and talking about it, I think people have a little interest in it because I think it, it, we can all relate to it, like the, uh, the articles that we talked about above. Um, but... I've always uh, wondered, and wh- back in the day, I, I I tried out a brand P.
5: Mm-hmm. Back
0: in the day, um, it was a lot, it was a long time. It was actually more probably at least six months or more before I got my Ashlon bike. I didn't really remember it, but I was in the mall uh, the, this uh, this week. And, okay, I'm walking out. And they've actually opened up the, the, the store again, the, the Brand P store. Mm-hmm. And they were letting people ride them. I said, well, you know what? They got that new one, the, the Bike Plus. Uh-huh. And so with the auto resistance, I said, you know what? I'm just going to ride it. I'm going to try the thing out. Oh, my God. I do Traitor. it for science. I do it okay. for science, Meredith. Right. I do it for I'm science.
1: In, I'm in for science. Okay. Well, I'm just going to say, I mean.
0: No, I'm just gonna say you know I honestly felt the ride like the ride itself. I like my Echelon mm-hmm. better. I did. I, I did. I, I did. I felt the. I could almost. I didn't say the belt felt a little slippery on it, but um, it just wasn't as. It didn't feel as sturdy as my you know, my ex seven S. I mean, I just and I had an ex five before that, so um, I just felt from that perspective the smoothness of the bike. I actually preferred the Echelon. 100 percent and so uh, and obviously from a content perspective i love my echelon structure so that's a that's a win-win-win that's always gonna go that way yeah
1: Yeah.
0: but i wanted to see the other features as well sure so it has um what i did like about their bike was just the ease at which the uh resistance knob was was turning it felt um well see they go zero to a hundred scale not zero to thirty two
1: yeah right, right, and
0: so, like you turn that knob, it goes like five is it it, it, it it just goes you know, and so you mm-hmm. adjust it very easily, um, and so I thought that was actually i felt that felt nice with the echelon one you have to you turn it depends on the bike too um I have to turn my at least kind of a quarter turn to get it to go one, you know um yeah. you know, so it, it, it because it's it's one to thirty two it's not one hundred so it's not not as sensitive um right. and then finally uh. That will say the speakers, their speakers on that, on that new bike that, well, it's, again, it's an expensive bike. It's like $2,600, mm-hmm. 2500 bucks, And uh, the speakers on that one, they they did put a nice little sound bar on that. So that sounds pretty nice. But um, they had the, the only other thing about that bike was a auto resistance thing where it will set your resistance for you.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Right.
0: Uh, I, I, so to like, me,
1: because what's supposed to be on the class or something like it's yeah you like and it.
0: there's a range and you tell her where you want to be in, in this little range. Oh. Personally, not a thing for yeah. me. Not a thing for me because I ride in different range. I don't necessarily I like my control. range is different than their range, and you can't yeah. like there's only so much you can put it in, right? And yeah. I'm like uh, I'm like it's just not for me. Uh, you know, for me that's it's not a feature I'm, I'm interested. You know, it's not that hard to turn. You, you ride your ride, turn right. the, the turn the little knob, and you're fine. But uh, yeah, so yeah. all in all, I gotta say I, I'm very happy with my choice, uh, and so Echelon for the win in my in my book. Um, Imagine that's how- if
1: you came on here to tell me that you wrote it and you were leaving the podcast and you were going to the other brand.
0: Imagine if I did that though, and we kept the podcast,
1: <laughs> and then we just fought we just, all the time. We just about fought who's all is the better. time.
0: Maybe maybe. <laughs> the- <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Like the whole—we've changed format. Now it's it's versus Mayor in the bike that goes nowhere (laughs) duel. This is what we do, right? Duel to the death. Duel to the death. I'm talking about. uh, What's his name there Cody Rigsby. you're talking about Amber oh. and it's, it's like it's like celebrity fight club you know oh, yeah. it's like
1: <laughs> well jame has taken anybody they got oh on.
0: oh i know there's no Knock question them out. I, One I, punch. i would not mess with Boom. uh
1: i and would Amber's not place him to finish them up if she needs to. <laughs>
0: exactly. Cleans up the mess. No question. But anyway, I thought I would tell you, I, I just, I had to do it. It was open, it was there. I'm like, I'm doing this for the podcast. I'm getting on there, and I'm so doing it. So
1: you cheated on all of us and you're telling us it was for our own good.
0: That's a horrible way to put that, Mary. <laughs> 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 Cheating I would just, assume.
1: Just putting it out there.
0: <laughs> Cheating would, would imply that I liked it.
1: Oh. Wait, yeah. I don't think that's how that works. I don't oh, think shit. just if you don't like it, it's not cheating. <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast, but that's just my no. opinion.
0: It's like this, like it's <laughs> like uh, it's like I, I yeah maybe I got on the Peloton, but I didn't inhale, right?
1: <laughs> or were you on a break? Were you on a break? I was on, <laughs> I I were I
0: were on a break with <laughs> <break. laughs> I didn't ride on Friday, so
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm telling JMA either way.
0: Oh dear Lord, help me now. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> So if you're out there wondering what it's like on the other side, the other side's not so great. Just saying. Not so great. Just saying. But hey, you know what? If you have a Peloton and listen to this podcast, you're always welcome.
1: I'm oh, not yeah. going to
0: say anything bad about a Peloton. I'm not. I mean, if, if you're riding and, and living your life and having a great fitness, health journey, I don't care what you ride. I really don't care what you ride. I, mean, I want you to ride with our echelon group because we're awesome and we love our, our people and, we, and our our instructors are just the bomb. Uh, But, you know, you do you. You do you. Be healthy, and you're always welcome here. So I'll just leave it at that.
1: Exactly. You can talk about Marvel, whatever. We can talk about other things.
0: Always. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) More news. Uh, Okay. uh, Tell me what studio opened, Meredith.
1: Uh, The UK studio.
0: Yes, they're live. We've got
1: live rides, and I've ridden some. I already mentioned that, though. But they were great. They are
0: great. They are great. And the new... um, new fit pass room i hear oh, that's a uh...
1: yes now okay. i i haven't seen it yet so yes i saw um michael brown and nicole griffin did a duo um hit class and so we got to see the new space and it it's beautiful um but also the two of them together it it was like Magic, but crazy magic. <laughs> I don't
5: know. Crazy
0: like, magic. They were
1: both doing different things, and I'm like, "Wait, are we supposed to be doing both these things? Are we supposed to be?"
0: <laughs> was it just like controlled chaos?
1: <laughs> it was controlled chaos, <laughs> but I loved it. They're they have they're both awesome.
5: Yeah,
0: they are. I, uh,
1: and, uh... I saw um, someone post the other day and say, "Hey Nicole, you've got competition." Um, My new for my favorite instructor, and you know Michael Brown's really coming up, and you know Nicole was like, "There's no competition." Like, yeah, I know. You know, we're. I want all of us to succeed. There's enough for all of us, and I thought that was so beautiful. And then Michael's like, "Oh my gosh, to be anywhere near Nicole is so awesome." It was just like the biggest love fest. Love
5: fest.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: And that's how it is at Echelon. That well, is our community.
0: I think Nicole nailed it with that because that yeah. is the ultimate. Um, when you think of, uh, I'm okay in my, in my whole life coaching thing that that I mm-hmm. uh, train get training for. There's like different levels of I'm call, I, hate, I hate to use this word enlightenment. Cause it's not really enlightenment, but the lowest like it's one through seven. Right, level mm-hmm. one is like com, is like complete Eeyore like I you know I'm not worthy yeah. type thing. Right, you if you're yeah, the level I'll two though, it's it's the whole I need to win, you can't win. Right. Right. It's so that's that's it's the anger zone. But then when you're up where she's talking up, that's the hey look, there's no winning here. We're all in this together. And like winning doesn't matter. It's like we're all gonna win. Just because yeah. it's part of the game. We're we're all in the game. And it's just right. such an enlightened place that she is. And it, it that I think that's why so many people like like love her as a as a coach as, yeah. or as an instructor, because you know it's like you know, I mean, she's just a happy person. She loves what she does. She never has a a a sore bone in her body when it comes to and there's no competition with her. She's not trying to better anyone but yourself. I mean, she's here to better her and better you. And it right. shows. I mean, it's just it's just it is just the perfect picture of what we're trying to be in echelon. And I think it's it's fantastic. I you know, when I read that I'm like, you know, Gosh darn it! That's it's everyone that's would like that. There would be no problems in the world.
1: Yeah, because there's enough for all of us to succeed, and that's why I love about our instructors. They they will multiple times say it doesn't matter where you are on the leaderboard. I mean, they'll yeah. call out the top people. They'll call out the people who you know are are near to the bottom and in the middle and and everything in between. And they are proud of you no matter where you're at because you're there. Yep. And, and we all have to kind of step back and be proud of ourselves because we're there. Even when we maybe had hoped to do better on that ride or feel like we're not having our A game, we're there. That is huge.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And where we're on, at, where we're on that topic, of, I would say the, uh, the whole coaching aspect of things, you know, you, you, you posted something that Jayma had posted about about your inner critic.
1: Oh, yeah. Right. I got a mean girl that lives in my head, and she says the most horrible things. I mean, things I would never say to anyone else, you know, mm. that I'm slacking or not worthy or anything. And Jayma uh, mm-hmm. apparently has some thoughts in her head, um, and so she gave him a name. And mm-hmm. I think hers was Kevin. Um, mine is, if you've ever seen that show, How I Met Your Mother, yeah. And Robin has that coworker Patrice who's always trying to just be her friend and just be so sweet and she's trying to be helpful and for whatever reason it annoys Robin and so mm. she's always like you know nobody asked you Patrice <laughs> and so that <laughs> that's me with the girl in my head yeah. who actually is mean and not trying to be very helpful and it has helped you know yeah. I'm like it does and, or yeah if I'm talking to a friend and they're like. Are you down on yourself? I'm like, oh, it's Patrice. I just yeah. give me a minute, and I'll get her. I'll get rid of her. You know. Yeah. Um, you know,
0: whether yeah. she did it intentionally or not, it's a, there's actually a coaching concept around that. Uh, it's the inner critic. It's what we call oh. that, and another mm-hmm. name for it is the gremlin. And the gremlin, oh, the gremlin is mm-hmm. that little voice in your head that says, it whispers in your ear, "You're not good enough." Right. And we we all have it. And I don't care And who everybody
1: you are. knows it, and they're all Some, sometimes.
0: At you. Yeah, and sometimes it's very, very loud. Sometimes it's quiet, Mm -hmm. but it's
5: still there. But sometimes
0: it's very, very loud. And you're absolutely right. Once you name it and personify it, it becomes an adversary that you can take on head to head, and it becomes real. Yeah, actually, during the training I received, it's funny. It's like they actually had us make like a, a manifestation of it, like well. Uh, whatever you call it you can do a doll you I, I i had a hammer with a little face on it and i uh, <laughs> named my mine mine was named mine was named fred that was its name and uh, so you're fred a handy
1: was, handy manny
0: yeah handy manny <laughs> <laughs> no, Bob I, the Builder? because it, it would sit that's the thing that would just beat me over the head and tell me i wasn't oh, good enough you see oh, that's so that's bad. how it all worked out yeah um yeah, yeah. but it, it, you know i and that's by naming it and personify it, you can actually take it on. So it's a great piece of advice that she gave there. And and I think everyone should kind of, if you're having that inner critic, you know, take it on. Take it on. You can do yeah.
1: it. Name it, shame it.
0: Yeah, name it and shame it. That's right. Yeah. Okay, just real quick, um, shout out to stuff. Well, you, you know, Joey Fatone rides are on Fridays, uh, is it yeah. six, or six, 6 o'clock p.m. Is, uh, Eastern. Is that when they do it? I believe that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay. 95% sure. The year's six or seven. I forget what it is. <laughs> um, but um, uh, during the last ride, I got myself a little high five from the real Joey Fatone. Yeah, we're not Just saying. talking about that. I ride as uh, Joey's pace car. That's my uh, my name on that yeah, one. Yeah,
1: that is great. Yeah. And then I also got a it. little- you... I, I
0: did deserve mm-hmm.
1: it. <laughs> yeah. Sheldon's coming into his own.
0: Exactly, okay. exactly. And then uh, our other uh, celebrity sponsor, uh, Mario Lopez, gave me a little- like on my comment on his page. So hey, you know what? I'm I'm just rubbing elbows with the uh with the with the league of uh celebrities up there. Look at me.
1: Well get them on the podcast. They're your best friends now. I'm trying. So long. I'm
0: trying. So <laughs> if, if anyone has an in with the old uh, Joey Fatone there, you know, give yeah, her, give give a pat on the back and say, hey, you should do this old podcast. Uh, uh everybody's listening to it, just saying. Um everybody. Yeah. Shout outs. Let's do some shout outs, Meredith. Who who do you have to shout to today?
1: Okay, so Ray Porter, if you've been on the um, boards at all, you've seen Ray. He, he oh, yeah. He Ray. And he does, he does like five, eight rides a day.
0: Why not? Crazy hard. He's a, yeah, he's um, a Lindsay, Lindsay super fan.
1: Lindsay fan for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, he hit 500 rides. Not surprising. Hey, congrats, Ray. Yeah. Um, Shark Lover uh, hit 200 rides. Uh, Trisha. Nice. Spin and RN, that's who we were um, celebrating on the Power Hour today, where I wore my costume. She wore a dinosaur costume. And uh, that was for her 400 rides. Um, she was a cow to celebrate her 300. So Don't call her she's... that.
0: That's so mean, Meredith.
1: <laughs> she dressed up as a cow. Oh, she okay, is a gorgeous, wonderful, fit person who likes to ride her bike and do her reflect. Um, and Joanne hit 200 rides, and North of 60 hit 300 rides. Those are mine. I mean, people are people are rocking and up. rolling through this thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I want to do give. Got our, our, mm-hmm. I got, of course I do, of course I do.
1: Okay, of uh, you I do. want to
0: give a, I want to give a high five to Amy Hager for uh, oh. she did a great throwback rock ride. It just, I know, I just, uh, I needed it, and, and it was perfect. I yeah. loved it. Thanks, Amy. Uh, always love riding with her. um uh, On the leaderboard, there was someone that maybe laughed. I'm a big sci-fi nerd and uh, mm-hmm. one of actually nate who's on the who was just our, our guest a minute ago he's he is one as well uh, one of the writers on the board the other day was resistance is futile and oh. which is uh, the borg from like uh, yes. uh star trek in case you don't know what that one is um Love it. And a couple other ones that popped out for me uh, this was, was, this is kind of an off the bike, uh, achievement for someone, uh, Jen Flemkey, uh, I think it's Jen run 72. Uh, she completed her first sprint triathlon. Good, good awesome. for her. I mean, and she spent her winter training on the echelon to do it. Right. So oh, nice job awesome. with that. And I recommend, uh, Jen, if you're listening to this, if you catch this, uh, listen to the, uh, uh our friend's podcast, the post race cookie cast, cause they do all triathlons. That's their jam. So hop on with them and listen to that.
5: Yeah, um,
1: they've got me wanting to do a, a relay for like an Ironman relay, like just do one part. I, like they yeah. talked to a swimmer who did his part, but I don't yep. think I can swim. I don't think I can do the run. So I'm going to just have to keep working on the bike so that maybe I can maybe do the bike.
0: Yeah, and I, w- then I was find asked some recently. to do it with me. Yeah. I was asked recently yeah. to to maybe do the running leg of, of one, and I'm like, I just don't know if I'm there. I just uh, I used to run a lot. You you know that, right? Yeah. Now. And yeah. so, but I just don't know if I can get my body back to that kind of uh commitment on the running. It's just a, a lot of injuries in, in the in, in the till on that. We'll see what happens in the in the next uh, yeah. months and years ahead. Um one more. Um this one to me hit me a little bit in the heartstrings. Uh I'm hopefully I pronounced her name right. It was Aggie Yatsko. Um I'm not sure if I pronounced that right. Um she uh just took her last ride before going in for cancer surgery day before oh yeah day before yeah. on the bike doing her thing smiling on her face um and good news this, the surgery went really well and so I just want to say, you know what, Aggie? Um, I hope I pronounce your name correctly. If I don't, I'm really sorry because I, I can't, I can't pronounce always what I read. Right? <laughs> I Don't yes. know what it sounds like. Yeah. And uh, but I hope you hope you recover well, and we can't wait to see you soon. Uh, yes. Yeah. So hard commitment. You, everyone can learn a lot from you just from the commitment you had going right up to, to the day of surgery. So, um, That's kudos inspiring. to you. Super inspiring. It Absolutely. really puts
1: all your excuses out the window, doesn't it? <laughs> it
0: does. It really does. <laughs> You know,
1: yeah. My lunch was too big. Well, get on the bike anyway. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm going in for cancer surgery, so you know, get on yeah. the bike, dude.
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: So I, yeah. I, I was gonna um definitely. I, I told her I'd be riding some rides extra hard for her because you know they always tell us to ride for those who can't, and you know she'll be back soon, but we'll hold yeah. her spot until she gets back.
0: Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, Mary, that's all I had. I think. Uh, We've done it again and we've said it all as usual.
1: We're all caught up. Yeah.
0: All caught up. And uh, next time we get another great guest coming. This one I'm excited about. I'm not going to give it away though, but um, it's an outside of the echelon world. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. And uh, we've But someone the that will relate. What's that?
1: I said, we've crossed the border.
0: We've crossed the border. And, (laughs) uh, oh, boy. And um, we brought in someone that uh, is going to be very relatable. I think you're all going to really enjoy it. Uh, And I can't wait for you guys to hear that. We'll be on again in two weeks. And uh, until then, though, I hope to see you on the super excellent, not too serious, Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. And Meredith. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: Bye bye Bye
2: bye 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 Well, it's pretty clear to me. Whole world takes itself too seriously. Take a ride with and Mare on a bike that goes nowhere. If it's pretty clear to you, won't you be less serious too? Take a ride with and Mare on a bike that goes nowhere.